the Infinity Bros podcast, the only podcast that is perfectly balanced, as all things should be, here on a beautiful Saturday evening, gracing your earwaves here on the Infinity Bros podcast. I'm your host, Max Mosier, excited to be with you here again with two other bros and a special guest. We'll get to him in a bit. But first, it's Infinity Bro. Isaac, Isaac, how are you? Hello, I am uh, doing great, Max, uh, minus... um the level of humiliation that I've been feeling over the past uh, day from uh, serving half of my banana fantasy dynasty football league punishment yesterday. So yeah, other than that, I'm doing great. Had a good day off today. So it's a nice plug for hot or snot. I'm going to talk more about that. So don't talk anymore about that. Isaac's feeling humiliated. Find out what that's about in hot or snot. Uh, We also have infinity bro. Mark, Mark, how are you doing? Great. Uh, Weekend's been good. Glad to be here with you guys and excited for this podcast. You were jobless last time we spoke. Is that still the case? Well, I'm not jobless. I just took time off between jobs. Right. So you're still jobless. So I guess I'm not making. Yes. Yes, Max. I'm yeah. still jobless. Okay. All right. You and I do the well, same if you need thing. Anything. We sit around, do nothing, maybe talk to, you know, high school kids, whatever. Yeah. Well, oh, now we're mocking my <laughs> job. That's cute. That's. That's great. Really thankful you're here. And then finally, uh, our special guest, the host of the Dad of Two Twitch channel. It is our good friend, Aki. Aki, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're doing well. I got to say, I'm a little humbled looking at your background. Uh, it's fantastic. <laughs> you look like a professional Twitch gamer. And I'm just in my crummy uh, you know, guest bedroom waiting for my in-laws to come uh, to see us this weekend. So thank we, you for we all once start again. somewhere. Yeah, we all start somewhere, and apparently I am many paces and laps behind you. Uh, but Aki, we're, we're so excited to, to hear, uh, have you on the show today. Uh, tell us how you got connected with the Infinity Bros. Uh, you know, honestly, I just think it's through the, the Twitcher sphere, right? So I, I started on Twitch just about a year ago. February 10th, actually, was our very first ever broadcast on Twitch. And this background actually looked uh, really, really different back then. I didn't have any lighting in front of me. It was com- completely blank in the background, and so... It's been uh, it's been a wild year, but I was really plugged in with uh, Susie Live and the GSC community, yep. and I, oh, yeah. that's how Isaac and I got connected and have developed a friendship over the past year, along with obviously a lot of other people. And just was really honored when he asked if I wanted to be on the show, so I'm really happy to be here. It seems like Susie has really kind of pushed that Twitch community forward, right? It didn't kind of seem to be Absolutely. there before he kind of took off in his church, and I believe it's God Squad Church is his church name. That's right. Yeah, he was he was kind of the pioneer, right? Obviously, there's lots of different pastors on Twitch, but I feel like he's the one, the first one who really took off and kind of paved the way for everybody else. He obviously had a vision and really executed that well. So, yeah. And you so correct me if I'm wrong, you do Twitch streams with your wife and your kids. That's correct. Yeah, I do a couple nights a week with my daughter, Peach. And uh, we usually play a lot of retro stuff or just fun, really family friendly, family focused titles. And then uh, a couple other nights a week, we have what's called Aki After Dark. So we oh. uh, usually are talking about some kind of like serious topics and stuff with our community, getting getting in deep. Uh, and my wife is usually here to harass me and and, and mock me and occasionally provide some uh, really, really wise words. Slightly different than our Much wiser than Infinity I ever say. Bro After Dark, where it's just, you know, Mark getting spicy on our, on our Twitch stream. So... 
Some we have like one white claw, and all of a sudden we think we're really tough. Well, that's Umax. That, that's that's Some basically Infinity Bros. You know, real real alcohol. It's the claw and the white claw. Well, we're excited to have you. Uh, and as we always do with every guest, actually, I believe this is the first time I've ever been on an episode where we've done this because this is Isaac's thing. But we do what's called the Infinity Gauntlet. So, Isaac, why don't you explain what the Infinity Gauntlet is to our first-time listeners? Well, uh, I purposefully didn't include this in the outline that I sent to you, Aki, because this is a pop quiz of questions asked by us Infinity Bros. You're going to have to run through the Infinity Gauntlet uh, to... I mean, obviously, we're going to let you continue to be on our podcast, but uh, the Infinity Bros universe will determine uh, if you, you know, have successfully completed the gauntlet uh, when they hear this podcast. So um, what we each do is each of us Infinity Bros ask a question um, and, you know, it could be nerd related, could be just totally random and you just got to answer it to the best of your ability. So, um, so good luck in, uh, in the Infinity Gauntlet. Mark, do you want to, do you want to start us off here? You got a spicy one for us? I have a one that I have not <laughs> oh my. pushed through. Oh, my. Okay. I'm scared. The bros. Oh, I'm th- scared. This hasn't been approved? All right. Okay. I'm a little worried well, now. Of course not. You're not going to be worried. Oh, Sorry. Okay, good. All right, Aki. It's kind of a four-parter. Oh, four-parter? <laughs> what? Yep. Hang on. Yep. Oh, <laughs> real complex right oh, yeah. out the gate. Let's I, do I, it. I had this idea when when Isaac, like, it just popped right in my head and was like, hey, we're going to do the, you know, you're coming on. I'm like, I got one perfect. I, I think this will be good. All right, if you could start a cult, one, what would the name, or what would you name the cult? What would you do that would be different than other cults? How does the cult make money? And what is the, where is the location of this cult? Oh my goodness. Uh, let's see. That's a doozy of a question. The name of the cult. Um, bonus points for creativity, Aki. Bonus points for creativity. All right, we're gonna go with the uh, the scions of tomorrow's journeymen. Scions of tomorrow's. Are you writing this down? Journeyman. Are you? Go ahead. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what was part okay. two? Because I had to think about part one so hard, I forgot other, literally okay. the rest of that question. What What do you do? <laughs> That makes you different than other cults. Like, what's like the weird thing that would get you on the news? Uh, we're we're all electricians that wire up buildings in really unconventional ways that no other electricians can touch. <laughs> and is that all, the, the other question? Is like, how do you make your money? Is like that how That's you make how we your make money? money? Because okay. because our because our our wiring is so indestructible that there is never a short. There's never any issues. Even when like lightning hits the building, it it stays intact. All right, and then. Where do you have your location where everyone gathers? Iceland. Iceland. All right. There it is. That was a quick response on Iceland. I'm a little nervous now. Yeah. yeah now I'm <laughs> nervous that this might be a real thing. The name was sold as if it was it was a slow process, but everything else came out very quickly. Mark, you might be onto something. I like that. Oh, that was good. That was a good is question. Is that the end of your question, Mark? Because that is the worst Infinity Gauntlet question we've had. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He gave uh, he gave uh, Doctor Bell that pretty spicy Liberty University question. That was oh, that's right. I totally forgot that was, about uh, that. That was a little spicy. Hey, I wanted I wanted info. I wanted info on the guy. He basically declined to answer. Almost like he just said, 
hard sidestep of the question. I can't believe you actually asked it, Isaac. I'll give you credit. When I edited that, I, I was wanted, like, oh my I goodness. wanted to get spicy. I wanted to make Mark proud. Yeah, I was surprised too. <laughs> okay, yeah. Max, We're you got nothing one for... if we're not spicy. <laughs> I do, yes. Uh, describing, uh, would you please describe yourself using one of the original Pokemon? 151. So we'll count Mew. Okay, you can count okay. Mew in there if you'd like. But we'd like you to describe yourself using one of the original Pokemon. Definitely Psyduck. I, I, I waddle around a lot because I'm old and I have uh, lots of weird aches and pains that cause me to grab at my head often. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I love so it. You, you went you went completely physical. You avoided avoided the meta altogether. Isaac, go ahead. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, I've got one from Infinity Bro Jarrett. Um, yeah. Ooh, okay. Uh, so he says, is the dress blue and black or white and gold? Hmm. Hmm. I know that the dress physically is white and gold, but it does look blue and black to me. That's how I perceive it. So I'm just going to say it's pink and silver. <laughs> Switch it up. I love it. Wow. I love it. All well, right. Mark, good good news, Mark. Your your question wasn't the worst question anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that was kind of a softball. I was yourself. expecting something a little more know, deep was, from Jared. Really I was, I was out, kind, kind of surprised by that. the cult question, and yeah, after that, it's really <laughs> it's downhill. All right, uh, I've got one um, that's going to help us de- dive deep into the Aki archives here. Uh, what is the first video game you remember putting a significant amount of time into? Commander Keen, Invasion of the Vorticons. Ooh, Commander Keen. Oh, mm-hmm. man. For what, what, what system was It was a PC. It was a 386. Floppy yep. disk? It was so uh, 3.5. Yep. 3.5 inch floppy disk. Yep. I remember uh, I remember actually having to go in and edit. I don't remember which file it was, but I had to edit the amount of like extended memory that was available for like episodes four and five in Goodbye Galaxy. But the Invasion of the Vorticons ran fine on the 386. We Did we find somebody who's older than Scott? <laughs> Scott like actually knew Jesus. Wow. Like, Scott actually hung out with Jesus. It goes a long like, way. Physically. <laughs> yeah. Our good friend uh, Scott Higa, who runs the Christian Nerd Podcast, so we we joke. He's with like seventy two. Yeah, he's he's super old. So yeah. So or you're not the oldest one that has been on the podcast, Aki. So, but I'm up there. Okay, you're up there. Uh, yeah. So so that's it. Unless uh, I guess the meta side of conversation makes me view you much younger than you're giving yourself credit for. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. That's just. I me. think it's because that is so the only guy. Zane. I think it's because of my daughter. Did not Go ahead submit questions so and mark unless you've got secondary questions to fill in for those guys um, mark that oh, no. mark you are good for a second question can you come up with something real quick before we move on sure um oh boy okay my what, come, what comes after cult that's what i want to know at this point i was gonna say mark i think you got to tone it down a little bit let's <laughs> okay. put a little mayo in like that th- there was a, there was a secondary cult question i wanted to ask but i did not yeah. so i will i won't ask that question <laughs> oh my gosh thank, um, thank you just running we appreciate the cult theme, I guess. Well, you know, okay. All right then. Cults are fascinating, and if my, if my wife was in here, she would she would have greatly appreciated that question. I'm not sure she would have appreciated my answer, but she would have appreciated the question. This is on topic for uh, my my discussion I had with Max today. If there was a conspiracy, you could create and buy in and just sell it to everybody, and like you're just you know it's not real, but you just want to tell everyone and convince everyone. And just watch that slide. What would that? idea or conspiracy it feels theory. way too on the nose considering current political events but <laughs> uh 
Uh, let's see. Current current conspiracy. Let's see here. Uh, mm. mm-hmm. I got to think about this for a second. I want to think of something like really spicy and really good. We could. There's so many different. The problem is my wife is obsessed with conspiracies. So everything that's popping into my head, I'm like, but that's already a conspiracy. Like that's like people think that JFK didn't really die and like all of these things. Like there's there's so many things that are out there. Like you can really go crazy with things. But I would think top conspiracy. And I'm trying not get. I'm. I don't want to get too spicy, right? I don't want to drive everybody crazy. I'll, uh, I'll I'll go no, with I'll go with spi- no you can get as spicy as you want sp- we're we're just trying That's to like spicy. let you in like there's there's slowly. no way you could get more spicy than Mark on our podcast so I was oh. gonna say yeah that I think okay. you're fine I think okay. you're safe I will say I will say the more spicy you get now the more spicy Mark will get okay. later so it's kind of up to you on like how you want to handle the next okay. eighty minutes how much like, do you right? want to open like, your your real yeah. your real mind to me for me to later be like open yes, your mind we have one. <laughs> Uh, the AMD CPU oh. shortage is caused by uh, DNA sequencing of uh, monkeys in the South Africa. I was trying to. I was thinking of Zaire, but I was like, "That's not a country anymore." <laughs> can, like, we, can we throw the PS5 and uh, Xbox Series X? Hundred uh, percent shortages on the under the bus. Okay. Okay. Yes, Perfect. absolutely. Perfect. They're, they're they're all being bought up for the what do they call that? Uh, what do they call that where it's every like shared computing or whatever, where everybody's like running a program passively and it's using the rest of the CPU that you're not using or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? This is where we need Jarrett. Yeah. The Jarrett is our <laughs> technical person on this podcast. So uh, folding, yeah, like folding at home, overhead. folding at home is the, is yeah. the project. That's what I'm thinking uh, of. So, uh, yeah, I can't, I, I softballed right it. With, I kept it safe. Real, real tight with Mark with all these conspiracy theories you're all into. My goodness. I like it. Well, that was it. You uh, you successfully passed the Infinity Gauntlet. So, welcome to the Infinity Bros universe, Aki. Thank, you. Thank, Thank you, you for for uh, going through the Infinity Gauntlet for us. You are now officially an extended member of the Infinity Bros universe. Congratulations! Huge honor. There's a con- there's their connecting point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we want we're gonna we're gonna get into a lot today on this episode. We're gonna talk about the Wanda Vision episode three. Uh, we're going to have some nerd news, kind of some things that are happening that were a little less popular as last week. We'll get into those. We have another segment of Little Bits by ourselves from last week. We're bringing it back for the people. And uh, then we're going to close out the show with uh, Hot and Snot, of course. And then our top five worst movies ever. Aki came up with this. We're grateful for that. Just really, really adding to the show. We might have to cut Zane or somebody else soon and just add Aki to the crew. I mean, you've with been saying well that for a so while. Far. Like, I mean, it really wouldn't. I mean, Aki's already been on like half as many episodes as Zane has at this point. Wow. So, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, he's getting, yeah, Zane's there. just a founding member. <laughs> yeah. He's a founding member. <laughs> but, but this might be one, your first time listening to this, and we want to make sure that you're familiar with our rating system and how we rate things on this episode. So, we're going to put that bumper right here. Here on the Infinity Bros podcast, everything is ranked from a zero to six point scale. Zero meaning horrible, and six meaning absolutely excellent. If all of the Infinity Bros rank something a six, it gets an Infinity Step. Additionally, we're going to talk about spoilers for WandaVision Episode 3, so I'm going to go ahead and put a spoiler bumper warning right here. This is... Prepare yourself. An Infinity Bros. Prepare yourself. Spoiler. Warning. All right, gentlemen, let's talk about WandaVision. 
Isaac, did you, Isaac, Aki, did Isaac prep you for WandaVision at least? Yes, yes, that, that he did the, tell me we were okay, going to talk about thing. that. So we're, we're good on that part. I gave him the outline that we had. I just omitted the Infinity Gauntlet. That's all I did. You never told me to omit the Infinity Gauntlet when I sent him the outline. He could have seen that. Who would <laughs> yeah. have known what would have yeah. happened if he had known? That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. yeah, he might have. <laughs> I didn't explain it on there anyway. So. He, he wouldn't really prepared for the questions he may or may not. Wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't have mattered because you guys had all the questions written down. So, <laughs> especially uh, that cult one. I'm gonna. It is true. That. Like every episode, we're going on a tangent here, but every episode when you do that, Isaac, the person always, every single time, they go, "Oh gosh, oh man, <laughs> oh boy, you didn't tell me about that." Every single time. That's half the fun. It's less less fun when it's all pre-planned. Yes, exactly. Uh, episode three of WandaVision is titled Now in Color, directed again by Mac Shockman, who I believe is doing all nine episodes, written by Megan McDonald and Jack Schaefer, uh, who is getting credited for creating the series. The, uh, the synopsis for this episode is Wanda's pregnancy fritzes her powers as she and Vision prepare for an accelerated delivery. It came out on January 22nd. Last Friday, the usual crew that we talked about, Elizabeth Olsen, Paul Bettany, Catherine Hahn, Tiana Paris, Emma Caulfield, Ford, David Payton, and David Lingle. Mark, we'll start with you. You were on last week. You gave six out of six of the first two episodes. What is your rating of this episode, and how do you feel about the series so far after three episodes? Uh, six out of six, just as lost as the first two, um, except for... <laughs> close to the end we kind of got a more reveal behind the curtain with the, what the hell's going on in here um but yeah it's like what i've been really because i watched it again this morning and my i tried to piece this together because what we got there on the 23rd that's the first day of the first episode and i think they made the comment where the baby like vision does his computing like the baby would be due friday so it's only been what three or four days since episode one. And I just wonder with everything that's going on, like, how do they, like, obviously next episode, we're going to have to get uh Hey, here's actually what's going on type of series. Cause of, uh, um, what's our character's name gets blasted out of whatever this containment field is. Yeah. Monica Rambo or, or Geraldine. Yeah. Or Geraldine. Gets blasted out of this, you know, containment field. And obviously, they have a team out there monitoring this. So it's like, how did she get in? Or had she, did they know she was in? And they're just, you know, being as safe and as they can to, uh, you know, monitor whatever comes out. And then with um, the Catherine Hans character, the one that we think is... Agnes. Agnes, yeah. Um, really really kind of showing not her pretend self and more real with that scene with her, you know, husband in quotations. So yeah. Yeah. Six out of six. She's talking, she's talking with Herb. Herb isn't her husband, but Herb and Herb, they're talking about Monica Rambeau being in the house. Yeah. Yeah. Being neighbors. Isaac, uh, go ahead. Give us your review and give us your rating and quick review. Uh, I'll give it a 5.5 out of six. Um, I believe I gave the first two five out of six. Um, man, it just seems like we're learning a little bit more every episode with this show. And it's about to get busted wide open either in the next maybe two two episodes or something like that. And, man, this 
This one got a little bit, like, you kind of got the glimpses of the eeriness, creepiness, something isn't right with reality in the first two. But this one, it just was like, okay, yeah, there's something weird going on. And uh, the, the most eerie part was when uh, Geraldine mentions something about, um, I think she said that... Um, Wanda mentioned Pietro, I think, is what happened. And then Geraldine was like, uh, wasn't he killed by Ultron or something? She asks a question about Pietro, and it gets, like, real and creepy and eerie in there. And you see, you see in the first, like, two and a half episodes, you get, you get this. Elizabeth Olsen has her, like, American, like, accent for the 50s, 60s. Uh, 70s whatever you know going on and then she kind of goes back to that Sokovian accent that she has for the Wanda um, Maximoff character and it gets like creepy a little bit and you're like oh okay this is going down like this is getting serious and I think we're going to see more and more of that moving forward obviously because whatever type of reality is going on is going to start to get broken down like in in the last half of the season so I mean, it's getting more and more crazy. I, I think this show is just going to get better as it goes. I know a lot of people were kind of meh on the first couple episodes because they were so strange. Uh, but, yeah, man, I, I am all in on this. I think it's amazing. And I, I don't know. I think we, t- we talked about this last week in maybe the little bit section, but Evan Peters has got to be Quicksilver in this. Like, why would you bring back Evan Peters if if not to be Quicksilver, and especially since she mentioned Pietro, like it's got it's got to be. I I just don't see any other way that this could go down. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm I'm all in. It's crazy. It's weird. I still have no idea what's happening, but it's getting spicy. Aki, what about you, man? Where are you sitting with this? And obviously, we didn't have you last episode with the previous. You know, you you have all three episodes maybe to review compared to we do. Where are you sitting with this show right now? What's your overall rating of not just this episode, but the season so far? That's an even better question. I'll just kind of give my overall just take on this. I really appreciate the uh, retro aesthetic. My wife in particular is a huge fan of like old school TV and retro things. And so she's like calling out all these references that I'm I'm not even noticing. And uh, so we, we enjoy the retro vibe, but it's also got this neat, really slow burn black mirror slash twilight uh, zone kind of vibe to it where weird things are kind of breaking out occasionally and so overall i really like the direction that they're going with it i appreciate that marvel has made a very bold choice i think with this series it's completely different from anything that either the dc universe or the marvel universe has done so far so for me it's it's a six out of six i love it so far and i'm really curious to see what happens next like what what happens when this is broken what what's going on with wanda like it's crazy it's, but it's fun. It's a good crazy. I'm with you. I'm I'm with you, Aki. I I think. I think that people are going to point at. Um, I love Lucy, exactly. Bewitched, and all these shows. But I, I would argue yeah. that I would argue that this is Twilight yes, Zone. Hundred percent. I think this is Twilight Zone through the decades, and obviously it's playing with those genres. But I I think Twilight Zone is go. I think at the end of this, we're gonna find out. Kevin Feige said. Yeah, I really wanted this just to be a Twilight Zone show. I think that's what he's going to say maybe at the end of this. I think that's a great take that we didn't touch on last week. No, I, I'm I'm with you, Isaac. I think I'm sitting at five out of six still. The length of these shows are really a problem for me still. I, I think these are way too short. I think they can give us five more minutes. I really do. And I, I hope that changes. 
I obviously trust Kevin Feige and I trust, again, content is not a problem. Everything with content is great. I just want more of it. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's what Marvel wants me to sit right now. Maybe they, maybe they just want to keep feeding me crumbs, but I, I still feel like this, it just feels even shorter than Mandalorian. I remember season one of Mandalorian. I felt like it was short, but this is just different. This feels almost cut too short. It is, it is a um, bit shorter, like time wise than Mandalorian. And I was and thinking that same thing. That was like, like 10 minutes of credits afterwards. And yes, like, come on, come on, come yeah. on. I despise that. <laughs> so many credits. Didn't Paul Bettany say that it's a six hour movie. Basically they filmed. So they still owe us. Or that was that? Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen said that. Okay. Well, then she still owes us four and a half hours of film. The last couple episodes got to be like longer episodes that you would think, but who who knows? With like all the characters that are potentially coming into play uh, in the last half of the season, I would assume that the episodes are going to get longer, especially if they're trying to keep to the. I have I have no idea what's coming next. Literally, like it's it's impossible to predict at this point. So. They could do anything, and I wouldn't be like, oh, okay, that's that's not completely out of left field, because this whole show like, is... Like, she's literally making it rain yeah. in the house, and then goes and just opens the door and summons a wind to dry off. Like, you're just sitting here like, what? what is what, what's yeah. going on? Logic does not apply. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's happening. Obviously, this town actually exists in some reality, right? If, we, if there's this, you know, force field that they're containing it in. Yeah, it definitely seems like that. So, it, like... I think we had original theories where it was like in her mind or someone else was creating this reality. It's happening in New Jersey, Mark. <laughs> the location is New Jersey because no, it was Iceland. Come on guys. It's, it's Iceland. Yes. Next to the cult. Uh, no, it's, it's in New Jersey because in the opening credits, Paul Bettany, when he's reading the book about pregnancy, think, you can um, see the New Jersey flag. In the I background. think the town is, is real. What I, what I'm thinking is like that barrier is maybe Wanda, like taking that, town hostage and like having her own reality in that town i don't know like that's kind of the vibe i was getting is this wanda doing this or is somebody manipulating wanda's powers to do this isaac where do you sit on that i think it it has to do with her powers somehow but i don't think she's the one creating or maintaining it maybe i don't know because it seems like it seems like somebody else is monitoring this they know what's going on inside of this globe or, you know, whatever's going on inside there. So they must have some type of control in all of this. But it has to do with Wanda's, Wanda's power. Like, I mean, she's the one that is ultimately the power source of all of this, I feel like. So I, I don't really know at this point. It's it's hard to tell. I think it's set. I mean, we, we don't know for sure when this show is set, right? In the... Uh MCU timeline, as it, it were. Is af- it is after Endgame. That is an official oh, it's synopsis after Endgame. statement. Okay. It is, an after, it is after Endgame. That's an official okay. synopsis statement. So I didn't know that. And knowing that, I would lean closer to what Isaac said. I believe that this is probably Wanda's powers under someone else's control. I agree. I think that's a good take. I think it might be someone who told Wanda she could do this. And that person maybe knew that they would get out of control with this. And that what led to what's happening now is like, she is not in control of her powers, but being told that she was able to do this. So she tried and then lost control. So are you pushing this on Agnes who we, I think the infinity bros, all six of us have kind of collectedly said, that's probably Agatha Harkness. Are you leaning towards that? Or are you leaning towards a Mephisto? 
or any, any of one those of her other well, villains. When you told me about the Mephisto stuff, that's that's another. Like maybe they're all involved, but I'm still saying I think one of them kind of may have been the you know the whisper in the ear that she could do this and create her own reality to get Vision back, and that's my, what we might get with flashbacks in later episodes. And yeah, but why would I guess my question to that is why bring Vision back and take so long to bring back Pietro? I don't know. Maybe, and maybe that's an answer we'll get in the next couple Vision's episodes. I don't know. Fresh on her mind because she just lost him. Right. Correct. Know, yeah. Loved him yeah. in a more romantic way versus a, a a family member, brotherly way. Vision is the piece that I'm not quite fully understanding yet because obviously he's dead and he's whatever a projection of her mind or something like that. But like everybody else in that reality seems real. Like they they seem to know what's going on. They seem to know that whatever they're in is not real. Um, so I don't know. Vision, vision is the puzzle piece that I haven't figured out. I don't know what's going on with that. That's my other question or going off of that. Cause my thoughts been that if vision's not real, why do we have solo scenes with him? I think it's his body. I do think it's his body. Am I, Mark. Am I right? I, I think it's, it's his okay. dead corpse from, from infinity oh, war. I don't think it's him. That would be so morbid if that, if that shows up, like the, everything drops it's reality and it's just, the 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 colorless corpse of of and then he, and then he goes back to black and white floating there. Oh my gosh! What the 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 two theories that I have right now in regards to like what's out there and I have no, no like reasoning behind it, but just based off episode three, I think Evan Peters is going to play Speed in the MCU. I think I think that's the game plan here for okay. for Kevin Feige. After, after, I mean, we we have other news we're talking about later that talks that supports some of this. So trying to bring other people in that just makes sense. But the other one, Mark, to add to what you just talked about, and then you can comment on this, is I think Mephisto is the puppet master here. I think Agnes is a good guy. I think she is involved, as you're saying, but she's a good per- I think she's trapped as well. I think that look in episode three was a look of concern, not a look of shut your mouth. Um, and so that's I, – I don't know if it's Mephisto, but I think this all ends with Paul Bettany becoming Wonder Man. I think that's where this is going – for him, it'll be a reverse Wonder Man. So in the comics, Vision gets his mind processing blah, 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 from Wonder Man. I think it's going to be the opposite. I think he's going to Wonder Man will will be from Vision's consciousness or this consciousness that Wanda has established. So go ahead, Mark. That's my theory where I'm at right now. Oh, my my comment uh, would be: Isn't this supposed to also tie in with uh, the, uh, the Doctor yeah, Strange that, movie? That's, so. Multiverse yeah. imagine. So like, how, how do they tie that? Yeah. So like, going off of the the uh, um, Peter's character, why couldn't he be the actual Quicksilver from the Fox universe? Yeah, you're right. If like somehow maybe they get Doctor Strange in because they're like, hey, dude, we don't know what to do here. We need you to you know do like, something. They, and like, maybe that if goes. they brought him to play Speed, like why wouldn't they just pick literally anybody else? Like I don't understand why they would pick Evan Peters to to play Speed. Evan Peters is a great actor. Oh yeah, no, I, I'm not denying that at all. But like, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it seems a little on the nose that they would bring him back to play a different character. I don't know. To me, it kind of makes it just. It, there's no other way that makes sense to me. I think he's gonna play Quicksilver. Did they have any sort of contractual obligations, like to keep him around? Obviously, Disney bought Fox, and no, so. no, they don't. Okay. But that could, hey, on that note, though, with Speed, though, that he could come back, or could, from that universe, come as Quicksilver, and through whatever transformation, because, you know, right. who knows with yeah, maybe. what story they could tell, maybe, maybe he turns right into Speed. 
or gets those powers. I never sell Kevin short. Like, I, I never know what he has up his sleeve. And I think based off the news we're reading, I, I think he's leaning all into the multiverse, like you said, Mark. I think he is saying, let's get everybody we can back. Let's get them all back if we can. If they can come back, great. If they can't, no big deal. We'll we'll replace them and call make them from a different universe. I think they're leaning into that, and they saw what DC did with their TV shows, and they were like, oh, I guess it can be done. We could do that. We could do that way better than they did it. I, I think that's that's what he thinks. Yeah, well, Kevin Feige is like, I have actually all the control. I could pick whoever I want. I could double up characters. Right. I could have Tom Cruise play Iron Man, and they're not going to bat an eye because I'm making billions of dollars. <laughs> well, let, let's jump right into nerd news because this is a perfect parallel. And and this kind of – this is this really supports, in my opinion, why I think um, they're doing this this style with their storytelling. Uh, Patrick Stewart has reportedly, according to Nerdist, he told – He's telling reporters, I turned down an invitation to come into the MCU as Professor X. Now, when he is or what universe he is, that those details weren't shared in that interview. And I'm assuming that he can't even really say probably. But does this give credence? And we have a like we literally have three other things of people coming back or changing roles in either nerd news or little bits later. Do you do you take credence in this? Do you think this is it was just a conversation, or do you really think this is the direction they're going? Uh, Mark, we'll start with you. Uh, when you say the direction, like you're saying, Kevin Feige wants to bring actual Fox's um, character, like actors that played characters in those movies, into the MCU. So, because I I just feel like there was an article, I think last year or two years ago, where they talked, like they someone did an interview with them. Patrick Stewart, and he was, he's, I think he said, like, he was either, he got the choice between either being in Logan or the, that, uh, Phoenix movie, and he chose Logan to be his last one, so it's like, I don't, I don't think, like, the type of actor he is, he, I don't think money matters to him. He probably was like, I did my stuff, I liked how my, my character ended, so, like, why, why continue that? Because then, you know, maybe he's like, that poo-poo's that Logan story, because you'd be taking me out of that universe. Well, Isaac, he, he goes on to s- he goes on to say, Isaac, that um, the reason he did that was, be- it's as you said, the reason he turned down Feige was because he did Logan and he liked the ending of Logan. Do you want Do you want to see these old Fox characters come back in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as main players, or would you prefer them as cameos? Uh, personally, I think I'd I'd probably prefer them as cameos. I mean, if they're down to do full length movies and they sign on for it, like yeah give it to me but like the cameos would be enough to satisfy me as a fan and there's i mean like who else like you would want for sure um patrick stewart back as professor x ian mckellen as magneto and hugh jackman as wolverine but like would you want to bring back anybody else besides that from the old ones who who yes james martin i want james martin back as cyclops Okay. Yes. I mean, yes. I, I could back. do with somebody else. When, as when they tease that at the end of Logan or um, Days of Future Past, I was like, I want, I want James Morrison back as Cyclops. So I feel like he, he was a young actor back in 2000, and he's pretty, he's in the Sonic movie, like you know, the highest grossing movie in 2020. Um, I mean, he's a good actor. Like it, it wasn't really his fault that they. Kind and he's of... awesome in the stand. So like, I I would love him back. Yeah. Halle Halle Berry's an amazing actress too. I think Jennifer Lawrence, whether we liked the direction they went with Mystique 
is irrelevant. She's she's a great actress. People love her. and People go to movies to watch her. Well, Aki, Aki, where do you sit on on this subject? Because, like, I mean, we're pretty engrossed every week in this conversation. Where where do you sit with this? Do you want to see these characters back? Or do you just kind of want them to wipe the slate clean and say, hey, let's move forward with new X-Men cast? Cameos and and screw that. I I so for the for the original original X-Men, you think about how long ago that was and think about Hugh Jackman and like you know, he was amazing and uh, absolutely amazing as Wolverine, but honestly, in in my opinion, it has been so long ago and these guys like there's just such an age gap at this point. I almost feel like the first generation X-Men would be better served with just cameos. The, the new generation with the James McAvoy's and the Michael Fassbender's, honestly, they could probably continue if they could find a way to bring them into the universe and everything. I like what they've done with the new. There's been some misses. Don't get me wrong. There's absolutely been some misses. But I like the general vibe and chemistry that the the new first class or whatever has. Um, it would be I'd be curious to see what they do with it, I guess. But for, for me, the original generation of X-Men needs to just like I said, Logan was great. Like that's, that's a great stopping point. Move on from that, make a clean cut. And then if you, yeah, if you loop them in at some point, we just have Wolverine just kind of sitting there drinking and flipping somebody off, you know, good to go. I think that that's, I think a cameo is probably logically the best direction, but in reality, I mean, as, as, as all four of us have pointed out, Ken Feige's in complete control and whatever he does so far has been really, really good. So if he wants to take the shot, I'm willing to at least entertain the offer I also think too part of this is Kevin Feige produced these movies out the gate. He produced the Spider-Man movies. He produced the first X-Men movie. I I wonder if he wants to rewrite some of the wrongs that Fox did, guys. I really do. I wonder if he wants to close it and say, no, 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 no. This is how it should have ended, air quotes. Um, I, I really think that could be it could be that personal for him because of how much power and authority he has in this Subject. Um, Matt Damon is currently filming for Thor 4. Are we excited about this cameo or not really? Matt Damon. Did they did they confer? <laughs> is is it the puppet from Team America? <laughs> um, Matt have they confirmed Damon. or said anything that he's gonna be playing the actual character that played Loki in the play in right? So I like, totally forgot Mark, that he was Loki in that Ragnarok. Or, I totally forgot about that. Or is he? Or is he going to be a different character? But then again, he would be an Asgardian, so like you know, he could have abilities and stuff. He could be a, just a thespian. How great would it be, Mark, if he's not filming Thor four, but he's filming Loki? He's filming for Loki, and he's like an, an you shut alternate your, you universe shut your Loki. Mouth, Max, Max, I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out and use my Jared powers to grab you and slap you. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I have this strong urge all of a sudden to join a cult for electricians. <laughs> oh no! How much money do we have in the bank account? I need to send it to I my hope it's a lot. I hope it's a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we're all in the same boat, with Damon. <laughs> Jim, uh, Jim Starlin on the Phase Zero podcast. How many more people listen to their podcast than ours? You think? Thousands, hundreds of thousands. How what are we talking? Don't about? sell yourself short. Come on now. Dozens. I don't know. I don't know. Phase Zero podcast. Jim Starlin, creator of Thanos, said that he Thanos will appear in the Eternals movie. 
How do you feel about this? Are you excited to see the Mad Titan come back, Isaac? I this is the first time hearing of this, honestly, and I'm honestly like over Thanos. Like he's become the Darth Vader of uh, the MCU. Like he's in everything and over everything, and like I, I'm ready to move on from it, especially after Endgame. Like I mean, we already had an alternate version of him get dusted as well as his own version get his head cut off. So, you know what? Like it's fine. Like he he was a really amazing villain and I'm looking forward to the next big bad. So, sure, give me somebody else. If he if it's just like a cameo, I'm not going to hate it. Like it it'll be fine. But I I don't want like the focus to be on Thanos anymore. I'm ready for the next big MCU villain. And I hope it's going to be somebody awesome like Norman Osborn or Doctor Doom. Like, let's focus on a, a slightly more human villain than Thanos, you know? I don't know. That's my thought. Aki, do you also hate Darth Vader like Isaac does? Or are you a fan of <laughs> hate Thanos? hate Darth Vader? That is not what I said. Well, Absolutely. you paralleled the two and you said you didn't want to see it anymore. I don't hate Vader and I don't, I don't necessarily hate Thanos. However, I do, I do agree with Isaac's sentiment. I think Thanos was great for the purpose that he has served in the MCU, but it is there are, right. there are so many amazing villains in the Marvel cinematic or Marvel comics universe that you could draw from potentially to bring back, especially because, and I'm, I'm a weird one. I actually liked the fantastic four that had like uh, Jessica Alba and uh, Chris Evans when he was oh, the original. You know, human torch. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The original, the original. Fa- yeah, I liked yeah. that You're one. In safe company. You're and fine. I liked, no, I liked Dr. Doom in that. that. That's yeah. okay. So I, I like that one. As but long as you're not saying that you like the the fan fantastic, no. then we're Refuse. fine. Then we're fine. Yeah. So no, I I I think that Doctor Doom is is a very interesting villain, a very human villain, and uh, especially when we think about some of the early Spider-Man movies, like Spider-Man Two with you know Doc Ock and all that. So it was just there's there's lots of really interesting villains they could pull from, than just going back to Thanos again. So, and redo Galactus, by the way. Please redo Galactus. Yeah, well, Galactus is kind of, I think, the next extraterrestrial villain they got to go with, but we'll see. We'll talk about Doctor Doom a little later in little bits too. Mark, do you are you thrill are you excited about Thanos? Do you think this is going to be a cameo, or do you think he's actually going to be kind of in the background somehow doing something? Uh, well, I'd probably go background if if it's something major, but um, it being Eternals, I'm sure they're going to give us a slight, you know, origin. So it would kind of make sense if we saw a younger Thanos, maybe for a scene or two right. or so then heavy dose of like, Hey, he's actually a major player in this movie. Yeah. When you've hired a whole cast, a crew of characters, uh, a star started cast. Some would say would be like, why, why bring someone in who we know is dead, but you know, could we are talking about Eternals. I'm pretty sure that was the original star studded cast. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, so my, my guess is, you know, it's him younger before everything really goes down versus like, he's, part of the gang or something. I think I'd be all right with that. As long as, you know, again, like, like Aki said too, as long as he's not the focus of, of everything moving forward, then that's fine. Like it'd be, it would be interesting to see some background on how Thanos became who he is. Um, but, but yeah, as long as they kind of move, start moving forward from him, I'm fine with that. And there's a book out there that I have an audible that does a pretty good job of telling, you know, his story from, you know, being young to uh, basically the events leading up to like the phase one through three. And I, maybe I'm in the minority here, but like, I think a lot of Thanos and Eternals would be fine. I, I don't think it'd be a big deal at all. Like my bad. I'd be fine with it. I, I'd be fine with it. Yeah. Well, even like making him kind of like a guy that's helping a, the cause that they're doing. Like, I don't know. I, I don't have necessarily, 
I don't have necessarily a ton of hate for him being in that. I where I'm with Aki and Isaac is if he comes back as a villain, that's going to be a huge like come on. Um, but they killed him. I don't think they're going to do that. Um, we're gonna we're gonna fast forward through nerd news. We're gonna do one more, and we'll save the other ones for later. Liam Neeson is open to return as Qui Gon Jinn. He is reportedly saying, "Do we want the duel of the fates, uh, loser, <laughs> to come back?" Uh, but I mean, they they killed Maul and brought him back too. Aki, where are you at with that? Are you excited that Qui Gon Jinn? At least the actor wants him to come back. Do you, do you want him back in the Star Wars? Universe? You know, it's funny. I think didn't he say that and then like immediately retire from action movies or something? Like he's he's he said he's done. But it, it is what it is. I I love the Phantom Menace. It has a very special place in my heart because it is the very first Star Wars movie I ever saw in theaters as as a teenager. So it was oh. it was very exciting for me as a kid. And so Jar Jar Binks aside, I enjoyed the lightsaber battles, especially the pod racing was a lot of fun. But Qui Gon duel. Of yes, it, the it brought fates. us to all the fate. So how that's can you all you need to right. know about the, the Phantom Menace? That's, right. so that's all you need to know. But I uh, honestly, I, I if he comes back, I'd rather be like as a force ghost. Maybe I don't I don't I wouldn't want him to come back as a character like his sacrifice meant so much for the universe in that original trilogy. Right. Like he he's the one who his sacrifice is the reason Anakin got training as a Jedi and all that stuff. So like it. it, it However, they could pull a, a Clone Wars and pull him out of time. Her yeah, but I agree yeah. with you. Like they could do it that way. I think that's, that's what they're doing with Mandalorian anyway. Oh, I totally, sure. I totally subscribe to that theory. That I subscribe to the theory right now in Mandalorian that this is the timeline. That this is a separate timeline from what happens in the in the post. This in, is the way the they fix the sequel trilogy. Really, you think yep. this is I, not the? I'm subs- I'm all in on the theory the actually. Timeline. I do. Really? I don't. I I think Grogu wow. is the big game changer. Well, believe in this, but not in actual legit conspiracies. Oh, shut up! I think <laughs> Filo- I think Filoni is, tr- is gets to rewrite everything. I just told you I'm giving all yeah, my money. Yeah, you know to the what, Max? You should take all your savings and send it to Aki for the. Oh, I, there I we go. That money better spent. <laughs> Aki has to tell his wife why he just all of a sudden got seventy thousand dollars. Honey, I got to start like, a, gotta a movie. Cult of electricians. Got a very generous donation. <laughs> All right, uh, let's head on over to Little Bits. Little Bits. You guys, like, totally went in and out. I didn't even hear you. Good. Okay. Well, we'll hopefully when we record it, I'll hear it. Uh, little Bits is where we talk about the rumors. Little Bits. Tell me <laughs> no, I hear. I can hear you, Max. You can hear me. <laughs> I can hear you now. Little bit is where we talk about the rumors happening in pop culture today. Uh, we're like really heavy on Marvel, DC, and Star Wars today. Super heavy on it, but it's, we're gonna be. Aki, I hope you like Marvel because we I got do. a lot more. I to do talk actually, about. if because like I'm not nearly as heavy on DC as I am on Marvel, so that's perfect. We're good. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that because we got way more. Mar- well, we we just had a couple of DC things, but like I don't know. It just seems like it's mostly Marvel and a couple little Star Wars things. Uh, Rahul Kohli is rumored to play Ezra Bridger in the upcoming Ahsoka series. I'll attach a screenshot of his picture below for those that are not familiar with him. So you can check him out on IMDb. Uh, Isaac, you and Mark are obviously way more invested in this character than I am, as I haven't seen the series. Aki, you can maybe tell us if you've watched uh, Clone Wars or these other series that are animated on Disney+. Plus. Uh, uh, Isaac, how where are you at with this? Are you excited for this? Uh, obviously, you've talked about Ezra Bridger on this show before. Is this a good fit, in your opinion, for this character? 
Okay, so first of all, I have no idea who this actor is. Um, I don't know what he's in. I don't think I've ever seen a movie with him in it. But Boss Logic did an edit of him as Ezra Bridger, which I'm pretty sure is why Rosario Dawson is honestly Ahsoka right now. Um, because Boss Logic did an edit of her. Um, and he looks amazing. Like, this guy looks like he's perfect for the role. And if he is, if he has any type of acting acumen, I th- sure throw him in there. Why not? I would love to see a live action Ezra Bridger like that. After finishing Rebels, aren't you a big Red versus Blue fan? Or is that Jarrett? I have no <laughs> idea what that is. It's a it's a Halo animation. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, that's definitely Jarrett. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's Jared. yeah. Yeah. He so he he's done some voice work for them. That's awesome. He's been in the. The kids really? series, I Zombie. Okay. He's also been he he plays Scarecrow in the Harley Quinn cartoon show, uh, which I've watched. Uh, and he's also been. In I love S- I Zombie. By the way, fantastic mm-hmm. show. If you haven't watched it, he is great in that show. Yeah, he plays uh, he plays Ravi. Yep. That's what he plays in that show, and uh, he's in Supergirl. He plays Zach Jack Sphere in Supergirl. Okay. Definitely which I know Isaac, you have not watched. Right. I was gonna say. So he's he's a lower he's a lower graded actor. I mean, he looks the part. He looks fantastic for it. Uh, Boss Logic basically willed Rosario Dawson into that role. So sure, yeah, let's see it. I I'm he looks like he's got the acting chops for it. So that would be fantastic. I'd just be geeked to see Ed, Ezra Bridger in live action, which I'm like one thousand percent hoping for in the Ahsoka show. Um, if she is hunting for Thrawn, so that would be amazing. Again, I don't know much about that show outside of what you guys have told me, but I, I think it's a very safe bet that he's coming you now that Ahsoka's getting her own series. Aki, where are you with this? I know you're a big, you just said, I zombie fan. Yeah, like, absolutely. Is this a guy that you'd want for this role? So here's the thing. I will say this. I haven't seen Rebels, so I don't, I'm not super familiar with the character. I watched the Clone Wars, love the Clone Wars. Rebels is one of those things that's like on my list. I just haven't had time to consume it yet. Uh, but I love the actor. Uh, and what I've seen of him in iZombie, he's he's very, very good. And uh, I'll be curious to see how they develop him in an actual Star Wars movie. I love Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka Tano in Mandalorian. She did a fantastic job nailing an older, maybe more bitter uh, Jedi because obviously she had a, no spoilers, but she had a hard, she had a hard go of it is all I'll say. As a Anakin's apprentice, you can put the pieces together. There you go. Aki, as uh, somebody who is in your same boat, like... A month ago sure watched clone wars loved it i just finished rebels like a few weeks ago and i i love clone wars but rebels i think is a better wow okay clone wars so yeah i would definitely recommend going and watching that show the storyline is amazing i i don't like the animation in rebels as much it's a little simpler and even the dialogue is simpler in a lot of the times but the storyline is fantastic it is well and clone wars was for a slightly older audience than rebels was right because rebels i think was on like disney xd and it was definitely like younger rebels rebels like you can tell it's made for younger children than like in and you get that vibe in the first couple seasons of clone wars too where everything is pretty simple and there really isn't a storyline uh but then it gets much darker and deeper in the last like half of the show but yeah, Rebels is definitely made for a more like a younger audience. And but again, the vision that Dave Filoni has for Rebels is 
was fantastic like so so cool and i cannot wait to see hopefully it extended in in the live action ahsoka show so i'll check it out would highly recommend watching okay. that for sure it bumped up a few spots in the queue mark you know anything about rahul or are you just wanting ezra bidger or where you have that yeah i just want anything stars related you know how i am i know that's why i, I figured I'd, I'd leave you last I'm and let you for just... star wars so. yeah i was gonna say yeah and if, if you like, like, zombie comedy type stuff, I recommend iZombie, by the way. It is it's very good. Okay. Well, iZombie is now officially an accredited and, show. And I saw that he was in uh, The Bly Manor for, I think that's on Netflix. She had, like, an Infinity Bros. approved stamp, Isaac. Work on that. This this was one that popped up just today. We talked about this in our group chat, but I don't know, Aki, if, if Isaac put this on for you. Marvel desperately wants Nicolas Cage back as Ghost Rider, according to a rumor <laughs> person online. Again, these are little bits, so we'll see. They desperately want him back is is the report. Why not the guy that, who played? I don't even remember the guy's looking, name. Why not the guy who played him, Agents of Shield? He did such a good job with him. Come on now. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. I, I got. I got step in. I'm. I'm at the Mark's farm. Got, this Mark's week. got a good theory here. Yep. Yep. No, Fuck I don't have up, a good folks. theory. It's not even a theory. I was at the farm doing dishes, watching. Um, I was going. I was going through Agents of Shield again, and that that like I think it's season four when they first introduce Ghost Rider. And I'm doing dishes. So I was like, "Well, he's not playing." I don't think he's playing the character that Nick Cage played. And I'm like, that would just be wild if they just brought him in, and like made him a, a main player as Ghost Rider because he's from a different universe. So it's like. And and then all of a sudden this this weekend we get hey we're trying to go after Nick Cage to bring him as his ghostwriter. It's like Nick Cage would say wouldn't say no to that. He says no to no, no movies. Ab- absolutely not. He would never. Nicholas say Cage no is to not you. saying no to Kevin Feige. Has not he a ever chance. said go no ahead, to Isaac. a role? I don't think he has no, ever said but, no to a role. But he's definitely not saying no to Kevin Feige, right? Like. Spoiler alert, there's a Nicholas Cage movie on my top five worst movies of all time. So there you go. Oh no. <laughs> Isaac, it's okay. It's okay. Stay calm. No, well, Isaac, you were just going to talk about it, I believe, right? In Agents of Shield, it's Johnny Blaze makes an appearance in that. Mark, sorry yeah. for the spoiler. Yeah, there. like, and you, okay, so yeah, spoilers for Agents of Shield, but like, uh, what's his name? It's Robbie Robbie Reyes, right? The other Ghost yes, Rider. Yes, Robbie Reyes. Yep. Like, so Robbie Reyes is the Ghost Rider in Agents of Shield, but in one episode, I don't know if it's the last episode in one of the seasons, like. Uh, he interacts with with Johnny Blaze like he Johnny Blaze helps him up after like an accident a wreck or something like that and like Johnny Blaze gives him the abilities yeah right and so you you're thinking like is he going to be is he going to be in the show but then of course it's just you know him giving him the abilities but still it's like I when I saw that I was like are we gonna get Johnny Blaze here like that was fantastic but yeah I mean that I'm I'm all in on either of them honestly because like Aki said, I mean, Robbie Riz, like who the actor that played Robbie great. Riz in that show was really yeah, great too. Sold so, it. I mean, psh, give me Nick Cage though. Give me Nick Cage as, jo- as Johnny Blaze. So Mark, do you buy or sell that, that, uh, Nicholas Cage is coming, uh, to play this? Um, is your source reliable or is it like a, we got this cover type of article? Uh, it's like a Twitter person who's been somewhat right and somewhat wrong. Half well, and half. I, I honestly feel I would buy it because I think all it would take is Kevin Feige and be like, Hey, uh, we want you in for like a cameo. Maybe it might produce into other stuff. We don't know. Do you want to do it? And the kid just like, yes. And then click. And then that's it. And then he has to call him back because he's like, hey, I didn't get any information where he needed me to be. But 
Uh, Gabriel Luna is the is the actor that plays. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Agents okay. of Shield. That's right. Aki, do you buy or sell Nicolas Cage? Hundred percent buy it. Hundred percent buy it. Nick Cage, if if literally if he saw the caller ID and it was Kevin Feige, he wouldn't even he would just yell yes at the phone. He wouldn't even pick it up. <laughs> and his name Nick Cage is based off of two Marvel characters. That's right. So he's got if Marvel calls, if Kevin Feige He's a huge nerd. Yeah, he, he bought that, that first edition Superman comic from like Didn't millions he name of his dollars. Son Kal El or something? If, like yeah, yeah, he did. He so. did. So he's going to be, if he's, hey, you want to play Johnny Blaze again? He's going to be like, I don't know, man. There's no yes, way he's saying no. <laughs> don't, don't even not. pay me. I'll just show up. Isaac, I'm not even asking you. I, I know you're buying Bye, bye, bye. Nick Cage yeah, yeah, yeah. as Johnny Blaze. Let's make it happen. Yeah, let's buy not even talk. Let's not waste <laughs> anybody's Nick time letting you talk about it. Uh, Marvel is <laughs> looking at this same source. I'm literally editing out anything you say right now about Nick Cage because no one, we all know. <laughs> Marvel look is also the same source said looking to cast its Captain Britain. There are three names it's currently looking at. They're looking at Charlie Hunnam, Haley Atwell, bringing her back potentially, and Mark Henry Cavill. Who are you buying? If I thought you, you were going to say me. I was like, I haven't been told. As out of the three, who are you buying the most? Mark. Who was the, the, the second person you said again? Charlie Hunnam. He is in... Um, no, no, that was the first person you said. I know who Charlie Hunnam oh, is. Oh, uh, Haley Atwell. And what did she, who did, did she, she was anything? Agent Carter? Yeah. Oh, that's right, Peggy. That's right. Um, man, I don't know. I guess if you're going current time, like, do they know what storyline this is going to be in? All we know, nope. For just Captain Britain, these okay, are the three this, people. Okay, here it is. Here it is. I'm, buying, buying? I'm, buying, I'm buying. Char- I'm buying Charlie Hunnam. Um, I would love Peggy Carter in. Um, I'm not going to buy Henry Cavill because that dude needs to make another Man of Steel 2 movie, and I'm not buying anything Marvel-related with him yet until we get a Man of Steel 2 movie. So I, I'm i buying Haley Atwell because uh, I just think she like fits so well into the Marvel universe, and I believe she is voice acting uh, a alternate version of Captain America for the um, for the What If show. It actually will be. So, it'll be. It'll be her version of Cap of Captain Britain in What If, I believe. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, okay. If so that's it's like, confirmed. Then she's definitely gonna be Captain Britain. Well, they're saying for live action versus versus cartoon. That's the difference. I I think that makes the most sense. So I'm buying Haley Atwell uh, coming coming back as Captain Britain. I think Charlie Hunnam. Uh, only reason I say that is, I just I don't see Haley Atwell. Do I don't I don't see that fitting for some reason in my brain and Henry Cavill's way too busy. He's either going to be the next Bond, he's going to do another Superman, he's got the Witcher going on. Agreed. He's got a lot of stuff happening right now and Henry, Henry Cavill's just too busy. He'll probably be the next Bond before he ever makes it. Unfortunately, movie. I'd love to see him back, but yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. I I I want Henry Cavill. If they picked Henry Cavill up and plucked him from DC, that would be incredible, but I don't think they will. That means we're I'm never with you. I think another Man of Steel movie. Yeah. I agree. I want another, but we're not getting that mark. That dream is sailed. It's it's dead. I need to find. I need to make that machine and find a different universe where there's like four of them. <laughs> They're so good. And no, just um, movie yet. Talking about talking about other universes, Mark. Great, great segue. Chris Evans. The reason that they're looking to have him return, they talked about it last week, is that he would play Captain Hydra instead of Captain America. He would play the Captain America version that the comics just created that basically say he was influenced by Hydra at the beginning of his uh, life, which is which from day one. Do you buy or sell that Chris Evans would come back as Captain Hydra? Just, just assume that he is coming back for this bit. 
Do you buy that? Mark, go ahead. Oh, buying it. Buying Chris Evans all day. Give me anything. Nomad, Captain Hydra. I'm buying him coming back. Um, if it's Cap- Captain Hydra, th- that would be amazing. I'm buying him coming back in some capacity, though, for sure. Like, I don't I don't think he's done in the MCU, for sure. Aki. I'm going to be the odd one out, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell. I don't think he's coming back. I think he's done. I think I think his I think his character I mean, had a final tweet right after yeah, that. I I I think based on just comments from Chris Evans altogether and desire to move on to other projects, I think I think he's done. I th- I would sell it. Yeah. After this news broke, he himself tweeted, "I haven't heard anything about it." Basically, so like I don't know. Take that for what I you think will. they've Maybe talked about it internally. It, I think Marvel's like because I think these sources are in the house too sometimes. I think they've talked about it like, man, that'd be pretty cool, but let's do it down the line. Like maybe like Secret Wars, you know, he can make an appearance in that. But this this rumor that it's attached to this next rumor we'll talk about is Doctor Strange is going to face two Avengers in Multiverse of Madness. It would be Captain Hydra and Scarlet Witch. Do you buy that he'll at least fight Scarlet Witch in the next Multiverse of Madness? So she'll be a villain in this movie. Mark. I'll buy it. You know me. I'll buy anything, basically. (laughs) I like that you like act like it's like a real economy. You're like, ah, I'll buy it. <laughs> I got enough rumors I'll in the back. hundred dollars. What's, an, my word what's is another $100. rumor? What's another? <laughs> what's another rumor to ruin my day? Isaac, what about you? But that would make sense if, if like, okay, going back to the first one. Now I need to touch on this. If if Chris Evans does come back as Hydra or Captain Hydra, it wouldn't be to you know negate his character in the first three phases. It would be an alternate universe Captain Hydra. So that would make sense if he if he's going to be in that movie. That so does that does make sense. Um, here's here's what I'll say. I'm going to buy Scarlet Witch potentially being a villain in Doctor Strange two. I'm going to sell Captain Hydra because I just feel like it's too soon um, with all the all the stuff that Chris Evans has been doing. Like I just. I don't think he's coming back this soon. I think he will come back eventually, but I don't. I think this this movie is slated to come out early 2022. I don't think it's it's too soon. Like they're going to be filming the middle towards, gosh, yeah, it'll be the middle of this year that they'd be filming. So yeah, I just I don't think that's going to happen. So sell on on Captain Hydra. I'd buy Scarlet Witch coming back as evil, especially if they're hooking it into what's going on with Wandavision. Maybe her mind breaks and then. You know, maybe this is an alternate universe Scarlet Witch that we're seeing right here in WandaVision. Who knows? So I'd 100% buy that. Yeah, what if Aki at the end of all this, it's the curtains pulled back and it's nobody. It's just her. Could be. It was her all day. We're led to believe the whole series. It's somebody else and it's not. Agnes is nobody. It's just. Or just off the one one bird off the cuckoo's nest, you know, (laughs) gone. Yeah, seriously, that could very well be it, and it would be devastating for. So it'd be like a lot a, of people. Absolutely, that it'd be like a Joker ending. Oh yeah, yeah, it would it, essentially. Marvel yeah. off DC again, convenient. Well, I think I think the 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 people who are just watching the MCU for without the context of what we've read in this group and seen and know about, I, I think that would be crazy to them. Uh, I, I think that's very a very real possibility. I, I'm. I am not I'm I'm actually selling both of these. I'm selling Captain Hydra for the same three reasons you are, Isaac. I just think if she's in this movie, she's gonna do some good. So I don't buy her as being a villain. I I could be wrong, but I'm just that's just with three episodes in. I, I still I think she's still being manipulated by somebody else. I don't think or it's or that's what sets up because 
wasn't it last year when the talk was um, originally WandaVision was supposed to be playing, and then like at the last episode that weekend was supposed to be the release of the Doctor Strange movie, right? Wasn't that the original plan? That was the that was the original plan. Correct. What if like that's how this ends? Is Doctor Strange has to come in to help? They finally get him to come help, and that's what starts it all. The the multiverse is like it's just been unleashed, and he has to go in and like basically it's him and maybe a team of people fighting all these you know scenarios. And that's what leads to the multiverse of madness stuff, and like that's what opens up. I I think yeah. he's setting up an an Avengers magic team, maybe is how I'll put it. Like I think Wiccan is going to be part of it, based off what we're seeing. Like I I think I think he's going to bring Mordo back. I think he's going to work with, you know, there's other characters that are rumored in that in that movie that, and he's got a pretty extended universe of people that help him. Obviously, Wong is there. People love Wong. Everybody I think he's going to build his own little Avengers. Everybody loves Wong. Who doesn't love Wong? That's right. Uh, I, 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 I think he's going to build his own little Avengers group, and I think Scarlet Witch is going to be because I think that Mar- Marvel's going to learn from Thor Ragnarok. If you put another Avenger in the movie, that excites two, two different groups of people, not just the first group, you know. And I, I think this this series is to set up that movie. I think I think they really, really want Doctor Strange to be the centerpiece in terms of leadership with Captain Marvel, especially now that Chadwick Boseman passed. I think they they really have to propel him and him and because well, yeah, uh, I think that was the probably original plan was uh, was uh, Chadwick Boseman, Brie Larson was probably going to be the two heads of yeah, and now I think Avengers. Yeah, I think now yeah, they're going like, to have well, to really dig into Spider Man. Well, I think, or you know, going off of you, Doctor Strange is probably going to be the replacement for the yeah. head because, especially on Earth, because you know they're going to have Thor out in space with the Guardians. So yeah, I agree. That doesn't make sense to have him part of the Avengers if he's not even on Earth. I teased it earlier. I want to talk about it now. This is the this is the rumor that's the most intriguing on the list, in my opinion. Michael Fassbender is allegedly in talks to play Doctor Doom right now with Kevin Feige. Are you buying or selling this switch, especially given all the things we've talked about with multiverses and that appears to be the direction they're going? Isaac, do you buy Michael Fassbender playing Doctor Doom in the context of the MCU and everything we've had happen? Oh boy, that's actually a tough one. Like, with all the talks of potential X Men coming back into the MCU, man, it would be hard to see him play Doctor Doom and um, and Magneto. And he made such a great Magneto. So it's, but at the same time, he would make an excellent Doctor Doom. Like, he would be a very good Doctor Doom. So I think I'm selling the rumor. But I would love to see it. I would love to see it. That would be amazing. Aki. I just want him as Magneto. It's like, man, I just want him to come back. I think Julian McMahon was a fantastic Doctor Doom. And uh, I wish they would bring him back. And maybe they will. Who knows? But uh, uh, like my gut says, buy it. You know, I, I want to sell it, but I'll, I'll, I'm going to go with my gut and buy it. You know, it could, it could be. I think he would do great at it, obviously. We've seen him be a fantastic Magneto, and I think he could just lean into that even harder for Dr. Doom. So, Mark, I know last week we talked about Michael B. Jordan playing this role, and I still feel like I want Michael B. Jordan more than I want Fassbender. Uh, this but, just came to my mind because Aki said this. I want him as Magneto, so I'm going to sell this. I know I just had to buy everything. So I'll just buy a little bit. I'll buy like three or four shares just to tease yeah, it a yeah, little yeah. bit. Right. Um, and then but, if you fail, it's not a big deal. Yeah, then it's like, if I lost, it's like, whatever. I only lost like 30 bucks. Um, 
I want. Now I want. I know I said Michael B. Jordan last last week or last episode. But if we're gonna have some dude who's gonna be playing in a suit with his mat with face cover the whole time, I want Adam Driver. I think he is a great actor. And I think behind a mask and just the way he can carry himself behind a mask and basically covered head to toe, he might be perfect for body acting. I don't think there's any chance he'd I'm, come I am, no, I'm just saying he's I, I don't think there's any I will fight all of you. I right am now. forever soured on Adam Driver after Kylo Ren. That's I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, dude, I, I don't see it. I don't I don't see Maybe it. episode seven I mean, those, that, Kylo Ren, but not like eight or nine. I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not here to dog Kylo Ren. You'll have to you'll have to take that up with Aki. But but I'm I'm more in the camp mark of like just hearing the stories on sets of this new trilogy and how things were up and down and and it just didn't seem as pleasant of an experience as we from the outside wanted it to be. I just don't think he I don't think he wants to work with Disney. Yeah, that could be it too. He's a great it's kinda, actor. It's kind of why it's he interesting. He's a great actor in like everything else. And if you throw fifty million at anybody, they're gonna say yes. So I mean, if especially they a Nicolas role, Cage. Especially Nicolas Cage will do it for free. You offer him a role, <laughs> free nine he nine, will be baby. in it. Yo, could you imagine Nicolas yeah, Cage's Doctor Doom though, like at his most unhinged? Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> all right, all right. I'm I'm now selling the rest of my shares to buy all into that. Is this where they man. tell us they hired him to play? They tell us he to hear first. Johnny Blaze. And he shows up as Doctor Doom. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage's Doctor Doom is the Doge coin of the MCU. Right. Little bit shares. <laughs> it's either gonna boom or bust. <laughs> um, it would boom big time if that dude. If that happened, people would people would just just sprint. It would to the people movie would lose their minds one way or the other. Oh. Like it would be because either we're getting the best acting There's ever no in between. Or we're getting something so it outrageous, be it'd be beautiful. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, my God. Uh, final it. rumor comes from the DC Universe. Keanu Reeves is in talks to return as Constantine in the new Justice League Dark Project. I believe it's going to be a movie, uh, but they just called it a project. Are you for buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it? <laughs> Freaking love. Aki I love Constantine. I don't care there are how much no you more shares it. to purchase. Aki... Aki owns all the shares. Oh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna split those stocks so that there's more to buy. So his stocks will now become less uh, worth. So yeah, we can thanks buy for the economics stocks. lesson, Dad. <laughs> Mark loves the buy or sell segment. He thinks it's great. Are you buying or selling this, Mark? Oh man, I think anything with Keanu Reeves, you gotta buy. But um, except for Cyberpunk, playing as Constantine. <laughs> except for that, don't buy that yet. You gotta wait. Um, but I think there, there's a lot of DC fans that love Matt Ryan as Constantine. And he's been the voice of Constantine in the animated movies. He's been the live actor. But that Constantine movie just came out at the wrong time. If, it, if that movie came out in the last five years, people would have loved it. It would have fit just right in with pop culture society. Um so Encounter Reeves is hot thank, right now. Thank you for telling so, me that I was ahead of, of the sir. curve in liking Constantine. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm always here to give you <laughs> praise except for your takes on Adam Driver as Kylo Ren. But um, <laughs> Adam Driver Adam Driver. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I'm buying this. Constantine Justice League Dark series, I'm all in. No, Maybe I'm with Dark you. I think a Justice League Dark series is like 
That's a good direction yeah. for this franchise in DC to go. Because it, it just seems like every time MCU. Marvel, and it sucks because they have to be compared, but it, it, there's no other thing to compare them to. But every time Marvel seems to take proper steps, it just feels like DC takes a back misstep. And but sometimes DC it's a does, strong DC misstep. DC Warner Brothers does not allow one person at the helm, like Kevin Feige. Yeah, it have just a Feige. doesn't make sense. They're not willing to take that risk because they suck. Warner it doesn't Brothers, have to be one right person. Now, Feige, and I will lead you to the promised land. Fight Mark Feige has a team of like six producers that oversee all these movies with him. I sure, but he they're would all tell you page. he has a team. Disney is, but I'm not saying that. But Disney as a whole, there's no one above Kevin Feige. Correct. That is super dictated. That's what I'm saying. He still has Agreed. people. I'm just saying. Him. I'm but just saying. No I think the pieces. Like, hey, you can't do this. Right. I'm just saying the pieces are there for DC to do it. That's all I'm saying. I. I I, I think it's much easier for DC than they're making it to be. Maybe I'll put it that way. Isaac, are you buying or selling Keanu Reeves in this? I'm buying uh, Keanu. Anything with Keanu in it is star-studded. So anything with Keanu, I'm buying. Uh, he, I mean, the Constantine movie is fun, and I liked it. I don't know. I just, yeah, I, I'm all in on anything. And, yeah, they need to go a different direction than Marvel because anytime they try to – you know, combat anything that Marvel does. It just doesn't seem to go well. So they just need to go a different direction. I think Justice League Dark would be a cool way to go. But what's wild about this is probably Multiverse of Madness, the Doctor Strange movie, is probably going to do that to a, to an extent with magic. So then when this movie does come out, if it's real, it's going to be compared to that. So The two things that DC with. has that it refuses to use for whatever reason, and I don't get it, is the Green Lantern core and magic. Those are the two things it has on Marvel that I think are going to always be better than Marvel, and they refuse to use them. Well, is it HBO? Aren't they making a Green Lantern's core? Yeah, but not in time to combat Multiverse of Madness, which is essentially stealing everything they've been doing. I mean, that was because that was a game plan, but... All right, we're we're, we're getting into the weeds. Let's keep going. Hot... Or snot. <laughs> Let's go to hot or snot, where we talk about the things in pop culture today that uh, are relevant to us individually. Uh, Aki, we're going to start with you. What is hot or snot to you in your world today? I'll just—I got actually—I don't know if I have anything that's super hot. Definitely have a snot. So uh, one of the games that I stream once a week is is Destiny Two, and it's a great game. Love the game. Uh, this past expansion, the developers, Bungie, decided to do something, implement something called sunsetting. So they removed some content from the game to lower the install size, which a lot of people appreciated, got rid of some planets and added a bunch of whole new activities. The problem is they also sunset a bunch of weapons and gear, like a whole bunch of these things that people had spent hours and hours and hours grinding for the perfect rolls on these weapons and the perfect rolls on these armor. And now all of a sudden they're all useless. Their solution is to reintroduce those same weapons so you can grind them all over again, which is not, not the answer. And it's just sunsetting is universally despised pretty much at this point between the subreddit, Twitter, like the entire community is like united against the developers in this. And so it's, it's definitely something that has really hurt the game at this point. So that's, that's my snot. It just seems like destiny talking with Jared about it a lot. I love the game. Don't get me wrong. I do. Yeah. It's, it's actually, I played a lot of destiny one. I really like destiny one. I just never got into destiny two for whatever reason, but it just seems like they do a lot of that kind of stuff to themselves. They just get in their own way. Their raids and their concepts. They do. It's so we- it's it's the same thing as Cyberpunk. It's just like you're the problem, nobody else. 
You're the problem. I just have one really big hot. I finally got a PS5 this week, and it is amazing. Uh, I had all the notifications on on Twitter for all the drop uh, accounts, which thankfully I've been able to unfollow since then. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> it was so many notifications. It was just oh, it was the ridiculous. worst. It was, I can't even it, imagine. It's it was the worst. The worst. Uh, but anyways, like I've been in like multiple queues to get a PS5 for the past month. Like I've been trying to acquire this for at least a month, maybe maybe more. And it, it's like harder to be in a queue and get a PS5 now than it was before it Which dropped. is crazy. Like, it was easier. It's nuts. Like it's, it was easier to pre-order a PS5 than it is to buy it right now. So like Christmas is over, guys. I yeah, I don't I don't understand it. The bots be wildin', man. Jarrett's Jarrett's gotta calm his people a little bit. Um, but yeah, I finally was able to get one through Target. Thank you, Target. Appreciate it. Um, and it has been a blast. I uh, downloaded a couple games, uh, one being God of War, which I've never played before. So that was really fun. I'm excited to get into that. But one thing I wanted to mention was uh, when you get your PS5, it comes with the game Astro's Playroom, which is basically a tutorial for how to use the DualSense uh, controller, which is the best controller I've ever had in my life, by the way. I love Xbox controllers. They are very, very nice, much better than the DualShock uh, PS4 controllers. But this DualSense controller is fantastic. I love it. Oh, Have you ever yeah, used I, a Nintendo Switch Pro controller? I have, I have used the Pro before, and it is, okay. you're, it's up there. You're, you're right. Okay, I was just going to ask, was, where does it rank? Because this is my number one. I, I think I slightly prefer like an Xbox That's controller fair. in the feel of my hand. Uh, but dual senses trump both of them. Like it's it's that's amazing, amazing because the um, dual so shocks were like considered crap to most people. You know? Yeah. Right. Oh no! It's it's miles miles above the dual shock. Like I I was never a huge fan of the dual shocks. Like they're fine. I I'll, I'm not like super down on them. But this is like a thousand times better than the dual shocks. Um, the so, best part about this too, Isaac, is you can use the microphone on the controller. Yeah, really? Yeah. That's kind of a cool feature. Hmm. Yeah. It's amazing. So that's how I, when I play with a PS five, talk to my friends and I mean, I, Mark, you said the audio is, a, you said the audio is a little worse when I talk. I mean, it, it picks up everything. Unlike like, you know, like a turtle beach really only picks up if you're speaking. I mean, I imagine it's kind of a broadcast microphone, not to mention it's transmitting wirelessly. Right. So, but it, but it's so much nicer because I'm like I don't have to put that on so I like it. Controller is fantastic, but this game Astro's Playroom like it's just meant as a tutorial, but like it actually is a really fun game. Like I I've probably completed about a fifth of it, and if I had played this last year, I might have I might have thrown it in as an honorable mention for best. I've game heard some people say it's like, the best this- launch title for the PS5. It is it is a very good launch title and I think I think everybody's freaking out about it because nobody expected it to be anything like it's a tutorial. I mean, well think about bundle in software for so many consoles, right? Like Right, exactly. So, yeah, I I think it's just it's really good because nobody expected anything of it. And I I've been pleasantly surprised by it. It's been a fun a fun little play. I I can like play little sections of it when I'm in between, you know, games or whatever. So, but yeah, my PS5 is awesome. Astro's Playroom is really fun. Um, super pumped to finally be in next gen. Uh, so that's my that's my hot and snot for this week. Yeah, I'll, I'll go next. Um, we uh, uh, first off, hot. We talked about it at the beginning of the show, but I want to make sure I promote it again. Isaac did the punishment for a Banana Bowl Dynasty League, which 
all the bros except for Jared are a part of and a couple other of our buddies. And Isaac had to uh, do a tutorial on how to iron socks and fold fitted sheets for an hour straight in a banana costume. It was the longest hour of my life. It was now it was awful. When we talk about creating content, I have to say that this was some of the best content we've put out there on the Infinity Bros podcast. Or the, I guess, what do we call like Infinity it's Bros already, Twitch stream Google, universe? I mean, yeah, you could throw it up. We there. should call it like the Infinity Bros. It's part of the Infinity Bros universe. The uh, sure. Sure. Yeah. This is a great video. Is it worth watching the whole hour? Not at all. It's painful, but unless, it's worth checking unless out. Unless you really want to know how to fold a fitted sheet and iron some socks. Well, I wanted to give you credit, Isaac. You fold fitted sheets better than a lot of other people I've ever seen. There was a lot of ball it up and throw it in the bin jokes going through. I was actually kind of embarrassed with how many people said it. And it was like five different people that said it. And I was like, oh, wow, that's not an original bit at all. Um, and, uh, but you did a great job. The ironing socks thing was a little crazy and uh, you, your wife sat out, outside the door giggling the whole time. She so did. Congratulations she laughed at me for the last 45 minutes of the hour. So, you know, good. It's good. Well, I'm awesome. sure she enjoyed watching you fold good fitted you. sheets specifically. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, and she was like, wow, uh, how come our sheets are never this well folded, uh, on a normal basis? And I was like, I honestly have no idea. I apparently just learned how to fold a fitted sheet during this tutorial that I'm trying to teach other people. So, <laughs> but I did it like seven times. I taught people how to fold a f- fitted sheet seven, six or seven times, and I, f- I ironed like nine pairs of socks or something like that. But it was a long hour to fill. So, and a t-shirt and a mask. Had to had to plug my theinfinitybros.com store. Um, merch. Go buy some merch. Go Get buy some merch. merch. There's a link to the stream below in the show notes. Just go ahead and click that. We'd love for you to even just watch it for five minutes and giggle to yourself. Isaac was a total fool. Uh, snotting. Uh, I've my son is getting into Pixar movies and Cars one and two. Oh, no. These are the worst Pixar movies ever made. Oh, um, listen, no. one one is good. One is good. Two is trash. Have you watched two Cars three three Pixar movie? You're yeah. right about that. These are both bad. Um, two out two out of six Cars one, one out of six Cars two. Cars two is like I, Cars two I, is bad. You're right. I cannot believe that Pixar made these movies. Uh, these these in my opinion are very bad movies. Um, my son absolutely loves it because he's just totally into Cars right now. Uh, but from a parent's perspective, and it's just bad. And it's not because we've watched it a ton, actually. But it's- I'm just thankful that my daughter is over the baby shark oh. phase because I listened to that for like two years of my life, and it was it was awful. Just, just, but just it's wait terrible. until your son's into planes, and and then you'll see the real worst Pixar movies. <laughs> oh, Ooh. good. Yeah, let's get into planes. Dane, Dane Cook I'm is sure the main character, so you know. Oh. I can't wait for your child's birthday, Max. Oh no. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Mark Mark just got Mark just got a new idea. If it's any consolation, Mark, we already own those kinds of cars already. He he has like the mater and Yeah, but the, you don't own the planes. No. He's gonna send yeah, you to your doom. Give gifts to my son, you're ruining my life. Yeah, it's horrible. Um yeah, so do not check these out on Disney Plus. <laughs> uh Mark, why don't you close out hot or stop for us? Alright, I just got I got two things. Uh, I'm going to hot, I know I hotted it last episode, The Stand, um, CBS Access, uh, love it, Uh, just the new episode has the Ezra Miller, 
Uh, his character shows up as cra- Trash Can Man. He, like, I did not recognize him off the bat. And what what he did with that character was just nuts. And CBS is just knocking the stand out of the park, in my opinion. So Is this on CBS All Access? That show. Yep. Um, I would definitely recommend going and watching that. My, my hope is when I'm done with this. Or I guess they could, because it's already all out there. I want to watch the Twilight um, show that they have on there, and then the Picard um, series. Twilight, Twilight Zone, just to be specific, not, not Twilight the Saga, right? Yeah, Jordan Peele produced that one. Yep, my bad. So yeah, that's right, just Twilight wanted Saga, to, right? Just wanted, the Twilight Zone, it's, it's the new Twilight Zone, yes. Oh, yeah. Yep, that's what I'm talking about. Unless you're into okay. Twilight all of a so, sudden, like the series, the movies. Which, if you are, Mark, that's fine, that's... Oh my bad! Yeah, did I say Twilight? You Saga? just said the Twilight Show, and I was you like, "You just ah. said, yeah, you said." Oh my bad! Yeah, I that that even that even go through sparkly. <laughs> I didn't even go through my mind. Nothing wrong with sparkly, uh, you know, vampires. Um, Team Edward all day. Uh, I, I'm not snotting this, but I didn't know how to feel it because I just didn't vibe with this movie. And Kelly and I, my beautiful wife Kelly and I, uh, watched this movie the other day. We watched Soul on Disney Plus, and it's like, I didn't really dig it. Like, yeah. Really? Did. So, did you say you weren't snotting it, or you, you're just like... I'm in the middle. Like, we, okay. we don't have an in-the-middle thing where it's like, I had it in my snot. It's like, I'm not, it's not bad. I'm not going to say it's the worst animated show I've seen, but it's just like, it just, I don't know. I don't know what to think of it. Well, it's a good thing it didn't win our 2020 uh, Stan Lee for Best Movie. Because I think it got like third or fourth, maybe or something like that. But I'm thing. I'm with you though, Mark. Like when I watched it, I I had issues with the main character and his story arc. Um, and that's what I hated. It's like he was he was so self centered, and I feel like yes. he just didn't get we didn't get that re- like that resolution at the end where he's like, oh, exactly. you know, I don't have to be a dick all the time. Yeah, it was he was so self absorbed, but it it we didn't feel like he. I didn't feel like he overcame anything versus 22 is the I mean, soul's name. The dude name. literally died because he wasn't being self-aware. Exactly. Yeah. I like. I definitely agree with that, though, because like in most movies, your protagonist starts out selfish, and they kind of slowly get character development and change. This guy was like selfish up until the last 15 minutes of the movie, and then it was just like a boom. Oh, now I have this, you know enlightenment and now i get what's going on here and it's just like mm-hmm. i don't know it, it was still a really good movie but yeah I, I definitely get what you're saying the the jazz in that movie was un the music in that movie is unbelievable yeah the music in it is amazing and that the, honestly the visuals too the visuals is beautiful it's a beautiful movie is that it mark is all you got it's all i got all right uh let's head to the top five the we're going in three. Infinity Bros. Two. Top five. One. List. Starts now. Every week we like to do a top five water cooler discussion, talking about a topic or topics that are going on in this the week or previous weeks we've been hanging out in. And Aki brought up the, or I guess Aki, was it your wife or you that brought it up? I forget now. No, top five worst movies? That would be my wife. Yeah, top five, was that, you know what, yeah. Credit to her. We're going to talk about the top five worst movies. Uh, we're going to start. Are there any honorable mentions? Uh, my honorable mention then will be Wonder Woman 1984. That's on my list. So, But I will I will put it as an honorable mention. Yes, it's an honorable mention. Are you oh giving gosh. to charity after this? I'm not, but uh, 
Oh, okay. yeah. I'm sorry. I'm well, I just saw that last of week. All you did time? it. Are you kidding me? It was. It was a bit. It's a bit. It's a bit. Okay. It's a okay. joke. It was just to get you going. It was to get the people going. It's a bad bit. It sucks. It's a sucky bit. Life is good, but it can be better. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. That Gosh, was awesome. it's just Wonder Woman 1984 is so bad. <laughs> it is not one of the worst movies of all time, but it is so first. I think here's the thing. If um, you look at Wonder Woman 1984 in comparison to the first Wonder Woman. You just you just skip the first 12 minutes of the movie and it's an okay movie. No, that's actually not the that, that's your opinion on the subject. That, We've that's talked about just like your opinion, man. Two two and a half. That's just like your opinion. I actually man. didn't mind the first 12 minutes except for the conversation at Well, the that end makes of it. sense knowing who you are. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, we're getting spicy. We're getting to the end of the show. You can tell we're all a little more loose. All right, here we go. Number <laughs> five. We're going to start with our number five. Aki, what is your My number, number five? My number five is Wonder Woman 84. I just, man, it is. It, wow, it is. It, it is. It is 100% list. on my, oh my list. Uh, I just. Oh my gosh. Oh, man. I, I wanted it to be so, 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 so good. But the, the payoff ruined it for me. There were zero consequences for the bad guys in this movie. It felt like there was just. What was the reason for the plot? Like, what, what, where, where were any of the consequences or fallout or any of this? And it was just, uh, Chris Pine inhabited some other dude's body that all of a sudden now she's okay sleeping with some random dude. Like, you, you can get into all the little ins and outs of all of this stuff, but it's just, oh man, there were, there were lots of problems with the movie altogether. I love the character. I love the universe. I hope they do better in Wonder Woman 3, but 2 was a big disappointment for me. People defend this movie, and I don't get it, Aki. Yeah, they die on the Okay, sword. it's not a good movie, but I don't think it deserves to be on the worst movies of all time list. Like, it's I don't think it's that bad. I'm really interested. I'm really interested to see everybody else's top fives. Okay, my no, number I, five You know what? I, no, is, before you start, I was, I was like, Aki, I think that's a great number five for you. I think it's a great number five. I'm glad you put that there. Isaac, you. go ahead. It was a bold choice. Okay, my number five is Doolittle. With uh, Robert Downey Jr., Uh, I sat through 20 minutes of that movie, and I had to stop because it was terrible. It's an awful movie. And if you think Wonder Woman 84 is bad, go So I'm going to be honest. I haven't seen Doolittle, so that may have taken the spot. But there you go. These are movies that we've seen. (laughs) Okay, okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah, right. Granted, these are movies. So it's all subjective. And, And I will actually put a disclaimer. Doolittle is the only movie on my list that I would not watch again. Like, all of the other movies are bad movies, but I enjoy them. Okay, so I don't. I well, I've don't got plenty of those. We, we're not talking top five guilty pleasures. We're talking top five worst movies. Well, that's that's the way I took it. It's <laughs> they're bad movies, but I still would watch them again. Most of them, I would not watch Doodle again. Doodles is terrible. Don't watch that movie. That's my number five. I'm dying to know what Marx is, so I'm going to let him be last because <laughs> I just think it's going to be better for dramatic effect. Um, I like. I feel like Marx's list could be really, really out there. Uh, my number five is Catwoman. I think this is the worst Halle Berry movie ever made. Uh, this this movie is abysmal. Uh, it's so bad. Catwoman, number five for me. Go ahead, Mark. Uh, my number five is Jaws 4. Crap. I got 20 minutes into this crap movie, and I turned it off. And it's resonated in my mind since I first watched it, like, five many, years ago. Like, how many Jaws movies are there? I didn't even know there was a Jaws 4, so there you go. Uh, Jaws 4 is a ghost, and... <laughs> Wait, uh, the shark is a ghost? I, I'm pretty sure this is this is how bad it is. And anyways, anyways, I only watched 20 minutes of it, and I was like, "Click, worst Jaws movie ever." And I've watched some horrid, horrid shark movies. I've watched Ghost Shark, 
which tells a better Gar sh- Shark movie than Jaws 4 did. Mark watches a ton of garbage. If you had told me Jaws 4 was Sharknado, I would have believed you. Well, Sharknado was better because at least because Sharknado was bad on purpose. <laughs> but I, I, you, you sift through a lot of garbage, which is why I think your list is really, really interesting to hear. I just, uh, yeah, that's amazing. Number four, Aki. Spider-Man 3. <sighs> I'm going spicy. How dare you, sir? How, How dare, dare I? Let's go. Let's go. Okay. All right. I, okay. All right. Okay. I, I'll Emo Spidey, let's go. Come on. If, Bring it out. If if Amazing Spider-Man 2 is further down on your list, I will I will accept this. No, no, okay. So, yeah. Well, no. It's not it's 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 pretty bad, but it it would it would have been in my honorable mentions. <sighs> my feelings I'm are sorry. hurt right now. Here's here's the problem with Spider-Man 3. Guys. It had too much going on. Oh yeah. Entirely oh, yeah. too much going on. And I, I will not I will not parade that Spider-Man 3 is a good If movie. they had stuck to just Venom or just Sandman, it would have been a great movie. Sandman. Sandman and if, if they had not done the whole emo spidey, that was, oh, that was, oh, man. Somebody played a really funny video on my stream last night where they replaced Darth Maul in the lightsaber battle. Oh, yes. With, one, with the that emo spidey. So and I was dying laughing. It was so good. Oh my it's goodness. Brilliant. He was like taunting like while he was like killing Qui-Gon. It was it was so good. Anyway, um no, I just I th- I think the biggest thing about Spider-Man 3 is it came after Spider-Man 2. Because Spider-Man 2 is amazing. It is in my top 5 Marvel movies of all time. I don't know where it ranks cuz I haven't really spent a lot of time thinking about that and there's another top 5 that you could do because there's plenty of Marvel movies to pick from now. But anyway, uh yeah, it just yeah, but that, it was, that list is always rotating on our show. I'm so. sure. Yeah, we we don't do a lot of those because it's constantly changing. I feel like, but no, I just it was it just it was incredibly disappointing. Uh, too much going on. I I hated 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 Tobey Maguire's acting in that movie. After two really good performances, I just uh, it was a huge. It was just a disappointment. I th- and I think that's why again this list is subjective. I'm not saying it was necessarily a bad movie. I'm just saying compared to the two that came before it, I really didn't like it. All right, Isaac. What's your number four after after that horrible trauma <laughs> after, you just experienced? After my feelings have been shattered, uh, my number four is Master of Disguise. Uh, what? Carvey, Master of Disguise is fine. It is funny. You're right. It's funny. It's a there funny movie. There are a movie. lot of quotable moments in it. It's a terrible movie, but it's a funny, <laughs> terrible movie. It's one of those movies that is so bad that it's good, but, it, but at the same time, there's a lot of those movies, and this one is worse than a lot of those movies. So this one, it's it's not a good movie, guys. Like you, you even if you like it, like I I will admit, like I would watch this movie again because it's funny. But you have to admit it's not a good movie, right? Like our our criteria I mean, for worst movie is, is much you're different. Right. You're right, Aki. This is a subjective list. Uh, that's what I'm. But that's that's the vibe that I was kind of going with. So that's my number four, Master of Disguise. One rule I had coming into this one was that I had to pick. An Adam Sandler movie, because I think Adam Sandler movies are, for the most part, very terrible. Um, but I had to pick the worst Adam Sandler movie of all time to put on my list. So that's Jack and Jill at number four. Oh, wow. Wow. I totally oh, forgot that movie that existed. That movie is abysmal. Oh. That movie is abysmal. It's so bad. Very, oh, very bad. We agree. Very bad. Mark, number four. Uh, I just got a comment that, you know, I've seen a lot of a lot of movies, and I've never seen Masters of the Skies. Really? That is interesting, actually. Yeah, and I, I will say the only reason that wasn't on my list is because I would watch it again. And uh, 
Honestly, the last yeah, time Master I watched Disguise it. Master Disguise isn't a bad movie. It's the middle of the no. pack. Yeah. Too, too much hate. It's It's funny. just one of those ones where I would have it to. It is funny. You're right. It's funny. I'm not, I'm not denying that. I, w- I would probably movie, be imbibing not, on something while watching it, and then it would be funnier. So anyway. My number four. Um, I know this is a cult classic with some people, but it's another movie I stopped halfway through because I'm just like, this is just too weird. And this is coming from me. Too weird and just crap. And it has Bill Paxton in it. And um, oh, what's the other dude? The the tough guy in in um oh, the high school movie where they're uh, in uh, in detention. Breakfast school, Club. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Who who's who's that? I know who you're talking about. I don't know his name. He's also in this. It's called The Dark Backward, though. Is the I movie I've never about. heard That's of that before. Never it's heard of like it. Like in this like like futuristic garbage world that Earth has become. And idiocracy. Like, I'm sorry. The main care. No, it's, well, it's very good. Yes. Good. And tells a good um, social commentary on that. But this is just w- weird. It was just got to, I would actually recommend you go see it and you tell honestly, me the fact that you have it on your list makes me want to go watch it. Like just to see how bad it yeah. is. Don't watch Jaws four though. <laughs> do not, do not waste your time on that or do Dark little. Don't, don't watch do little. Doolittle do would probably be an honorable mention for me. You you sift through a lot of garbage, Mark. When you tell me not to watch something, yeah, it's a strong, I will not watch it. There might be one day I might go back it. and watch The Dark Backward, but it is on my list for worst films. Number four. Number three. And it has Bill Paxson in it. Yeah. I know you're a big Bill Paxson guy. Aki, number three. I hate to admit it, but my next two entries I actually went to go see in the theater, so take that for what it's worth. So my number three is The Love Guru. Have any of you seen this movie with Mike Myers? I have not seen Love it, Guru is bad. It is so <laughs> bad. Do it. not waste your time. Don't even look at it sideways. Did, didn't this come out after like Gold Member? So like, yes. still hot off of that. We're like, hey, do you have any other good ideas? And they're like, I got, yeah, this, I got one. this one. Nope, shouldn't have had like, that idea, buddy. Put it back in the put it back in the idea yep. bin. Just forget it ever happened. He's done Shrek and Austin Powers. He can do whatever he wants, and then he that was it. That was the end of it. Like I think he. You know, it's yep. just, man, because it was between Austin Powers and, like, Shrek. He was, like, riding high, and they're like, oh, yeah, we'll do this one, and <laughs> garbage. Nope. Don't watch it. Isaac, number three. Uh, so my number three is one that most of you probably have never heard of. Uh, I grew up watching a lot. My dad was a youth pastor growing up. I grew up watching a lot of bad Christian movies, <laughs> um, none of which none of which I could remember. So th- that's why none of them make my list. But this one I do remember because it was that bad. It's called Second Glance, and it's about this guy who wishes or prays that he was never a Christian, and then he wakes up the next day and he's not a Christian. And the movie goes on. You can already go where this, you know where this is going already. He realizes that his life was better when he was a Christian, and then he like prays to God to get his life back as a, it's like, (laughs) it's like a Hollywood movie from 1980s, and they just slapped Christian on it, and there you go. And it is, it's a terrible movie. Like, I was exposed to a lot of Christian media as a kid. I'd never heard of that one, probably for a reason. Yeah, yeah, there probably is a reason you didn't watch it because it's a terrible movie. So, but it's <laughs> that's another one. We watched that in youth group and we would just make fun of it the whole time because it was it was <laughs> such a terrible movie. But uh I do remember it. So, I guess that's a, maybe a credit to it. I don't know. 
I'm staying with the theme of attacking specific genres and going after the worst one of them. Uh, Transformers Age of Extinction is my number three. I went to see this in theaters. This is the one where Mark Wahlberg was introduced in it. Um, oh, that's number four. Okay, I was wondering that, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I've, I, have, I don't think... Like, the level of disappointment for me was bad. And again, my standard for Transformers was not big going into this movie, guys. But the problem with this one... It wasn't, like, for Zane me, level high. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not at Zane. Zane's a very big Transformer, guys. I just was like, hey, I'm looking for a popcorn flick, good time. And it was just abysmal. It was an abysmal movie. Ruined the franchise for me. Number three. Mark. Uh, my number three is also another movie I could not finish because... Um, again, just found it too cringy and just hated the concept altogether. And will actually surprise some people when I say it. Uh, Bad Grandpa. Okay. I didn't see that, but I, Jack I can understand. Bad Grandpa. It's Johnny Knoxville, right? I just, yep. And I'm like, initially I'm like, yo, I'm excited to see this. Luckily I wasn't watching it with anybody else. So it was just me. So I was able to stop watching it. Uh, just like the other two movies. But, um, oh, man, I just, I could not buy in. And I was, and like, that's the other thing. I hate the skits when he's old in the Jackass movies. Like when he plays this old grandpa character, like I hate, I like that series in general, but those skits, you should have left those alone. Yeah. So like, I should have known that, Hey, if there's a whole movie on this, I'm not going to like it. So number two, Aki, maybe, maybe this will earn me some good graces back after my fourth pick. Okay. My number two is also one I saw in theaters and one we just discussed transformers age of extinction. It was so bad. I fell asleep. It's so bad. I fe- I, so I fell. Bad. I have it's, never it's... fallen asleep in a theater before. This is the one movie I literally fell asleep. It was so boring. I just bad. Agreed. It was just oh, it's it was bad. bad. It's so bad. Really, really bad. Don't watch it's Transformers: Age of Extinction. And I love Marky Mark. I do. I think he's great. But oh, it was a bad movie. Oh, everything was set up for that movie to succeed. Isaac, number number two. My number two is. Uh, this is okay. This is, I don't know. This this falls under the category that maybe Mark, you are going to be upset with me a little bit. But this is like a B horror movie. I don't watch horror movies. Uh, Mark actually watched this on stream. It's the Velocipaster. Oh, I heard about this one. Uh, <laughs> it's literally oh, it's a must about watch. It's a, a must watch. <laughs> it, it is a must watch. Okay, this is one that I will say you need to go watch this. To see how bad this was, but it's a self-aware like bad. They obviously know oh, it's a terrible yeah. movie, like on purpose bad. On purpose bad. <laughs> uh, so there is some enjoyment out of it because of that, but even so, it is bad. <laughs> it is bad. It's a pastor or a priest who <laughs> basically befriends a hooker, uh, falls in love with her, and somehow is in China and gets like scratched by uh old fossil and becomes a velociraptor at times. So, I mean, do you need any more than that from what I just said? Uh it it is it is worth a watch uh for the horribleness humor factor. But uh but yeah, it's it's pretty bad. <laughs> Mark, anything to say on that? And I had to live stream it for yeah. the first time yeah, watching it and it was it was rough. I didn't have enough beer while watching it. <laughs> it, was, it, it was bad. There's no such thing as enough beer with that movie. There, there are some movies where there's not. Yeah. Uh, number two for me is Batman and Robin. I still think oh, you and Robbie's Shut review of that movie, Mark, mouth. is abysmal. 
That movie's so bad. Is, Batman and Robin's the same reaction to me and Spider-Man 3. This is it. This is it. Yeah, this is Batman and Robin is abysmal. I the the writing is horrible. The direction that Schumacher goes across the board is horrible. It's just bad. It doesn't make any sense. And I got two words for you. It, it's Nipple bat so suit. bad. Nipple bat suit. What more do you need to say? It's so bad that Roman armor had nipples on it, so that would make sense why they would have nipples on the armor. Yeah, but George Clooney was one of the best Bruce Waynes, in my opinion. So take that. I got two words for you. All right, Mark, you're number two. Let's let's hear your number two, Mark. Uh, my number two um, came in my heyday of really watching bad horror movies, and 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 our friend, mutual friend Robert Smartick, will test this, and he brings this up. This is like the movie he brings up when he's like, Mark made us watch tons of crap movies, but th- this basically broke the camel's back, and I just stopped renting. Um, from Netflix, these movies. Um, just watch normal stuff. Uh, the show is the movie is called Beneath, and the premise is it's like a teenage thrash or slasher movie, but set on a lake. And it's like this: they they make it sound like this menacing fish that's like killing people, or like this menacing catfish. And when you first see it, it is like a foam rubber, giant goofy looking fish. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Like you make this seem so serious. And then you pulled that crap up. You went practical with the bit. And it's and it's newer. It came out in like 2013. Uh, just over the top bad. And uh, probably would never see it again. But we did finish it. So it's the first first one on the list that uh, we finished. It was a group of us. And I think uh, Robert, I think, got up and looked at me. He's like, never again. So it's probably you know more to why um, we never watched movies like that again. So beneath. The number one worst movie of all time, Aki. Number one worst movie of all time that I have seen. Let's just make this clear that I have seen and I sat through and I watched all the way through and I still don't know why I watched this all the way through. Bangkok Dangerous. That is a Nicolas Cage movie. And I think that is all that you need. It is probably at his most unhinged. Honestly, we could make a top five like if we just like went down the line and watched Dude, a that ton movie. of Nick oh, Cage man. movies. We could probably make a top five bad Nick oh, Cage. Oh, absolutely, very honestly. easily, I think, because there was there was a period of time where he just said yes to literally he every just role. Took any role. This was one that he role. definitely should not have that taken. Movie is so bad. It it is. I don't know why I watched all of it. I think it was one of those ones where I I was like forty five minutes in and I didn't realize it, and I was like, well, I'm committed at this point. Let's just finish it. Don't watch it. It's bad. Look at the Rotten Tomatoes. Isaac, it's got like three percent. It's terrible. Oh well, I don't. I don't care about Rotten Tomatoes. What they say. We love Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, here. so Max, <laughs> Max loves, loves Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, my number one is The Room. No, Johnny no, Zoe. you're tearing me apart, Isaac. <laughs> you're tearing me apart, Lisa. Yes, this movie is awful, and. The why I put this at number one is because Tommy Wiseau is one hundred percent thinks that this is a legit movie, like he he is all in thinking that this is a legit production and this is a good movie and he still like believes that to this I think he's bought in on the fact that people think it's a bad movie and he's capitalizing off of it now. It, it's a cult classic. That's why it's a cult classic. You're right, but he's capitalizing lizing off of that but still will i mean he you'll he will never hear him admit that it's a bad movie um like the guy thought he was creating a masterpiece 
and it is a disaster. And I would recommend you go watch The Disaster Artist instead of The Room. But no, I can't say that, actually. You have to watch The Room to experience the awfulness of of the production of this movie. Like, it is a... You have to watch it at least once to... To get the full effect of how bad so I haven't it is. watched it, but it is. But I've seen the memes. It is. It is one of the most meme-worthy movies. Apparently, it is. It really is. And gifts and like, there's there's lots of great things that came out of it. Worst movie of all time. Yeah, I, I, you're, I, yeah, no, I don't agree. But it's fun. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's good. I think it's fun to watch. I think it's fun to watch. I don't think it's nearly it as is bad. It's fun as to movie. watch to make fun of it because yeah. it's a terrible movie. Yeah, which is why I wouldn't worst put it as worse. At least in my criteria, that can't make the list because of it. I enjoy these other movies I'm talking about. I would not enjoy watching again. I just wouldn't. And number one worst movie of all time. And I'm gonna. Be, I'm alone on this. It's a wrinkle in time by by uh, Ava DuVernay. This movie is a gong. I, re- I refuse. I refuse to watch it because. That is one of my favorite a wrink- childhood books. A Wrinkle books. in Time is a gong show. This series was dynamite when I was a kid. I When I heard that this movie was coming out, and I heard that DuVernay was doing it because I knew she had done other great projects, like her Netflix special that she she's done about the, uh, the, the, kid, the kids who were incarcerated in New York City. Like I was really get jazzed about this. I was like, "Oh man, this is gonna be great." They're fun, and and the cast looked great. And this movie is absolute. This is the worst film movie ever made, and I I would put Tommy Russo in that category. She did so bad behind the camera. I don't know what she was thinking. I don't know who. I don't know who consulted her. I don't know why Disney produced it the way they did it. it this movie is so bad. It's nothing. It, it's not even close to what it should have been in the book. The, there's extreme close-ups the whole movie. Um, my fear is that this generation of kids will love this movie. Uh, I, I, I legitimately fear that. This movie is so bad. Screw a wrinkle in time. The movie. I hope Ava DuVernay never does a project for Marvel. I know she's doing that that DC show, that DC movie, and I'm, I'm livid about it because I think she ruined this whole series. Ridiculous. Horrible movie. Go ahead, Mark. Um, my number one goes against the rest of my uh, list where I would actually watch this again uh, with my friends. And I actually think it's hor- a horrible movie on those standards and goes against Max's rules about rewatchability. Um, but just like Isaac, The Room is my number one. So, yeah, I, I think it's... Thank you. It's a horrible Mark. movie. I appreciate like, that. Like cinematic from a cinematic standpoint. <laughs> Cinematically, script it, is the worst. Top the to bottom, horrible. Terrible. But it has some great stuff. The only reason it didn't make my list is because I haven't I haven't sat down and watched it start to finish. I only know the memes. And the, honestly, the only reason I've seen it is because Mark uh, bought this movie and we wa- we brought it to Max's house and we watched Gosh. it together. So yeah, this would have been when I was living um, in Victoria, Minnesota. Yeah. And I, I feel like, was it a radio show that brought it up as the worst movie or like why it was getting uh, trending? Because it yeah. wasn't because it was because it was of this trending movement at that time. Yeah. For some reason. But for some reason it was trending and like more and more people started watching it. And like that hype led to James Franco, like writing like a like a basically a movie based on the time of, you know, the, him filming this movie, which is, by the way, like Isaac said. Go watch the room and then watch that. It's fantastic. Like the disaster artist. Disaster is like, artist is a very like good movie. they have 
they have to be watched together if it's your first time. Watch the room, take a few, take an hour to decompress, get some food in you, <laughs> then watch lots the, of beer. the disaster. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I was... Oh, by the way, that, that the movie that I own, I believe is still in Max's possession somewhere. Because I, I do not have you stole his copy of The Room? That's how much Max... Well, apparently I like it more than you guys <laughs> do, so yeah, I might as well keep it. <laughs> yeah. Makes more sense. That's our list of worst movies of all time. Uh, thanks so much uh, for listening to us do that. Uh, Aki, it was just a pleasure having you Not on this Not a blast. Episode. Thank you guys for inviting me again. It was a lot of fun. Dude, thanks for coming on. You come back anytime. Uh, Jarrett was very concerned that we would be that I would be better friends with you than him after all this. So uh, you don't you don't have to prove it, but if you if he asks, just say we are. Uh, but thank you again, Aki. It was great to have you on. And uh, check. Uh, you want to plug plug real quick your stuff uh, for those that listen so they can check Absolutely. you out? Absolutely. Twitch.tv slash Aki and Peach. Uh, come check us out anytime. We stream in the evenings starting at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time, Mondays and Tuesdays, and then 8.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Sunday for right now anyway. Fantastic. Check them out. They're great. Isaac, thank you for coming on. I'm sorry that people were attacking movies <laughs> that you love today. Yeah. Spider-Man Three has been through the ringer, man, and I and I'm I'm here to to defend it. I will. Defend we'll, we'll have to have Spider-Man a discussion at some point to the death. Oh, Aki, we need to get you in in our Discord because we've already had this discussion many many yeah, this times. Is, so, this has been a hot debate. In it's the, been a hot topic. I, I believe I believe that a wise man listens to counsel, so I will I will I will be open to your <laughs> open to your words. I think I think you'll actually help even this out because Lucas uh, from the GMG podcast, the Good Morning Guys podcast, he is a Spider-Man Three is awful apologist, okay. um, and he is he is my main adversary. So you can join him and face off against me, and we can have a debate sometime or something like that. Yeah, I made a lot more, and I I would imagine it has a better Rotten Tomato score too. I'm willing. To, I'm actually willing to bet that. I I'm pretty confident about that, but I could be wrong. Um, Mark, uh, check out Isaac in a banana costume on our Twitch channel too. The Infinity Bros. Check that out. Uh, Mark, thanks for coming on. The cult question was a little strange at the beginning for our new guest, but thankfully he survived. And, uh, and, and thank you so much for coming on. Someone has to do the dirty work. I'm here for the Infinity Bros universe to do the dirty work and fight against injustice. Sure. Okay. And uh, thank you, Infinity Bros Universe, wherever you listened, however you listen. Thanks for making us part of your day, week, or month. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Check out our website, theinfinitybros.com. If you got the itch to Twitch, check us out there. As always, we love you guys 3,000, and we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros Podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Infinity Bros. Feel free to send listener feedback via email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com.